Let us begin. Repeat after me. I would like. I would like to feed your fingertips. To feed your fingertips. To the Wolverines. To the Wolverines. <laughs> Next. I am afraid. I am afraid. We are out. We are out. Our badgers. Our badgers. Would you accept? Would you accept a Wolverine? A Wolverine in its place. In its place. Next, Haynet exclaimed. Haynet exclaimed. Let's boil. Let's boil the Wolverine. The Wolverines. Next. <gasps> Mike Gulick and Catherine Whitbeck. Ladies and gentlemen, Eat Salad. Hey, welcome, Sweaty Balls, to Geek Salad episode 105, the Not Ready for Primetime podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And we are here today to talk about the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live. God, 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Who was alive when they premiered? Show of hands. That's an yeah, audio yeah. podcast, so no one will see the shame. <laughs> All right. I'm the only one not raising his hand. Oh, mm. man. So, um, just kind of like when we do anniversary shows, I like to drag out some trivia here. So, um, I have not run these questions past anybody. I so didn't let's... even know there were going to be questions. I know. You didn't even get there, I, yeah, I, I read the itinerary. Thank you very much. All right. There you go. Just thank you. itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> What's email? <laughs> uh, what is electronic mail? <laughs> all right, so um, this, this is going to be in the form of a question, Alex. Well, no, there's only one. All right, shuck it, shuck it, hey, I'm shuck gonna... it long, shuck it hard. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take the rapists. <laughs> you drink out of this a leather glove. <laughs> I'll take 60 titties for four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the ape tits. <laughs> God bless Daryl Hammond. With, gre- with your greasy hair and your dago mustache. <laughs> what did I tell you about racial slurs? <laughs> All right, life is great, soda. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. So we got one skit out of the way. All right, so here's the first trivia question. Who was the first cast member hired by Lauren Michaels? Gilda Radner. Thank you. You are right. Oh, you I did, you read you the itinerary, did. but I did homework. You did. All right, there we go. <laughs> Who was the first host of SNL? George uh, Carlin. Thank Carlin. you. Yep. All right. Which SNL cast members have been nominated for Academy Awards? And I pulled the, the results of this off a of hit fix. Dot com, so don't doubt me. So you didn't... <laughs> Bill you didn't Murray. Check. Huh? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray's one of them, yep. Mm. I have a phone, for God's sake. <laughs> what am I doing? You're cheating. <laughs> I have no pride. Come on. 
pride? What is that? <laughs> the thing that lions have. Uh, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Which I'm like, best actor, best supporting I'm talking actor, any Academy any Award account. nomination. The the Academy Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. Uh, Howard Shore. You, yeah, you mentioned Howard Shore. Yeah, he's actually not a cast member. Billy Crystal. But, uh, no. He was, no, he's never member. been nominated for an Academy Award. But he wasn't a cast member. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was. Yes, he was. He had the 84, 85 cast. Yeah, wow. The one season. The, all, the quote-unquote all-star cast. Yep. You look marvelous. He was, was, he was actually um, hired for the first season, but they dropped him. Okay, the only nine cast members to receive nominations. Okay. All right. Cheer. <laughs> I told you I have no pride. There you go. Neither do I. No, yeah. Modern, <laughs> modern technology, everybody, and a great. And this is making great radio. Give me your RDJ. password. Huh? RDJ. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah. Yep, Robert Downey Jr. for which movies? Chaplin. Mm-hmm. And Iron Man. Nope. We should have been only in our dream. But it was that year. Kristen Wiig. Really. Tropic Thunder, Mike. Oh right. That's All right. right. Yep. Kristen Wiig for uh, writing Bridesmaids. Well, technically Ben Stiller then. No, nope, Ben Stiller's never been nominated for an Oscar. That's right. Chris Rock? Uh, no, Chris Rock's never been nominated for an Oscar. He's never? Nope. Eddie Murphy. Yep. He well, act- which one? For Dreamgirls. Yeah. He was he was yeah. a surefire win and then decided to release Norbit prior to the, uh, <laughs> the voting ending for well, the you Oscars. Well, screwed that one. Yeah. Well, you really screwed the pooch then. And thanks to that, we have Academy Award winner Alan Arkin now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wait. How about Denny Dillon? Nope. Alright. Anthony uh, Michael Hall. Nope. He should have been, though. Christopher Guest. He was the star of uh, Breakfast nope. Club. Really? Christopher Guest, no? Not no. no. Alright, you guys want me to just list Anthony these Michael off? Alright. The, the most obscure member of the cast to get nominated for an Oscar was George Coe, who was kind of like a, yep. he was a... He was like a non-credited actor who showed up in all the skits uh, in the first season. Dan Aykroyd was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. That's I remember right. that. You guys mentioned Bill Murray for Lost in Translation, Eddie Murphy for Dreamgirls, RDJ for uh, Tropic Thunder, okay. and for Chaplin. Great movie. Randy Quaid was a nominee right. before he went to Saturday Night Live. Ooh. The Last Detail in 1973. Wow. That's right. Joan Cusack is also a two-time nominee for In-N-Out and Working Girl. Okay. You guys got Kristen Wiig. And Michael McKean wrote the song Kiss at the End That's of the Rainbow. That's right. That's right. I was going to say, I was going to think about him. And he was kind of like, he was their Phil Hartman replacement. Oh, yep. I, I would have guessed for a He kind of came show, in, like, I remember show. he came in, like, halfway through mm-hmm. one of the years. I think it was, like, uh, like the 90s. He showed up at the beginning of 94. Yep. Um, and then became a regular cast member yeah, right he, after he that. Yeah, he essentially, he was, the, he was hired to take over the Clinton du- duties. But I got to tell you, he did a great Howard Stern. He did. Back when uh, Stern was was toying with the idea of running for governor of New York. Oh, I remember that. And the whole thing just devolved into a Snapple ad. Yeah. <laughs> but man, the Academy just overlooked the biggest star on here. Yeah. Chris Elliott for Cabin Boy. That's true. <laughs> Which, by the way, I paid movie money for. Little known trivia piece. You should Whack. be ashamed of yourself. Man. All right. You know, I'm going to tell you now, though. I can top that. Mm-hmm. Because I really think the genius of Tim, Tim Krasinski... As Sweet Chuck, <laughs> I really think was just you know all overlooked constantly. Wow. All right, so you are, you are going on a deep dive. Oh, I dug really deep. Question number four: Which cast members have died? <laughs> Which cast Most members have not? John Belushi. Yep. Gilda Radner. Gilda yep. Radner. Jan Hooks. Mm-hmm. Chris. Phil Hartman. Yep. Chris Farley. Yep. There were two others on this list. And yeah, I don't. I doubt you guys will get them. 
Chris Kattan. Nope. Kind of Charles Rocket's career. Charles, Charles Rocket. Rocket. Thank you. And he suicide, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Stabbed so himself in the throat. Ooh, that's, that's got to be better, oh, better ways of committing suicide. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to save us the time. The last one is Denitra Vance. Yeah, when I got that one. I don't even yeah. know who that uh, is. She was in that, she was in the quote-unquote real superstar episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, the return of Lauren Michaels. Mm-hmm. To where she was a token black woman. Yep. Uh, by the way, I want to point out, you guys actually named these in the order I wrote them down in. Good <laughs> <laughs> job. Well, think of Charles Rock. I remember him because remember, like he got fired because he dropped an F. He was like the first he guy. Right. He, he dropped, dropped an F bomb about the um, about the Dallas. You know who shot? Because he was, he was doing like um the weekend update thing for a while. Yeah. All right. Final question: Which of the following have not been banned? So out of all these, only one of these first people here has not been banned from Saturday Night Live. Steven Seagal, Adrian Brody, Martin Lawrence, Milton Berle, or Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice, Andrew Dice Clay. Clay. Yeah, he he's the only one of these guys that's never that wasn't banned. He just they just never asked him back because he was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you ban Adrian Brody? I mean, come on. Actually, he because was he, he was a real pain in the ass to work with, oh. and he was completely unfunny. Well, that and uh, well, Steven Seagal they said was the worst host they've ever had. Seconded only by Paris Hilton. <laughs> Trying to sell his his uh, retreat. No, this is back when he was still making <laughs> movies that got released in the theater for a week. Okay. Actually, you know what else had a controversial time was uh, Elvis Costello. Oh yeah. yes. And that's where radio, radio. Yeah, because he was gonna. They didn't tell him not to do radio. Radio. He halfway through, he stopped and did it. Yeah. The running, I guess apparently the rumor They brought was, him back, though. Right. The rumor was, I guess apparently Warren Michaels just stood in the back, just giving him the finger the whole time. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. No. Mm-hmm. Just standing like this. Yeah. I can just see Warren yeah. Michaels that oh, dead yeah. hand look with a finger <laughs> holding up like that. Yeah. And after that, he's just like, all right, call security, escort him right out of the building. Yep. All right. Okay. So, um, real quick, before we get into uh, Chris's cultural corner, let's just kind of break down the decades of SNL. There's been obviously four decades. Bring it down. <laughs> obviously, the 70s is the one that everybody looks at with, mm-hmm. like, all the, re- the you know, they they revere that season, th- those seasons. I don't, I, I don't know. It depends on, on your age, I guess. I mean, I didn't I, I didn't watch um, the first season of SNL until I was way older. Until right, right. You know, until I saw it on Nick and Night and stuff like right. that. Yeah. You know, and by then you already knew who Chevy Chase was and yeah. and uh, Bill Murray. You knew who all the all the people. You were. can actually watch and watch at least the first five seasons on Netflix. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most of the seasons you can now watch. And the first, five, well, the first, a, a first five seasons are completely uncut. Yeah. From there on out, they are they yeah, can go anywhere from ten minutes to an hour. Yeah. yeah. They really cut a lot of those. It's really bad. Actually. Well, you when you, you got to remember in, in the a lot of the early seasons they had a lot of films, self-produced films. That yep. Took up a lot Albert of time. Brooks and mm-hmm. Robert Schiller. Exactly. Yeah. And Mr. Uh, Mike. Yep. And Mr. Mike stuff. Oh God. Oh. Mr. Uh, Bill Show. That, yep. That, yeah. Like, well, other than Mr. Bill, that stuff all got cut out of Nick at Night, as far as I know. Mm. Although, I do have one of the most ultimate geek experiences ever. Uh, yeah. I was at a live-action role-playing game, and we got killed by landmarks. Nerd! Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> Anagram? Was, 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 oh, is it SNL? Yes, yes. Who yes. okay. the driving cat? Of course. Yeah. That was back when, you know, in the 90s, when they were heavily gimmick-heavy. The, the thing about that, especially that first season of SNL, though, because I watched it, like, this is back before the streaming... Hit Netflix. I got the DVDs from Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And it was like they were trying everything under the sun, like like Jim Henson's Muppets. Yeah, yep. They really the pushed, land they pushed of, the land of. They were pushing the envelope. Yeah, they pushed the envelope big time. Oh. But they were they were experimenting with different things. Yeah, I, 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 
I borrowed the tape of the oh, first God. episode from Jeez. Video Signals. Wow. <laughs> that is going back. <laughs> oh man, that's that's that is going back. Video so that, Signals. Wow. <laughs> Which one, the one in Acton? I know. Which, which uh, it actually was the one in Stowe. Oh. I think it was after we moved to Maynard, so I just went and biked over to the Stowe store. Oh okay. Oh God. That's the one next to the bowling alley, right? No. All right, I'm lost. There's one in Foxborough. There's one in Foxborough. In that plaza, right? There used to be a bowling alley there. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Brian Dermody worked there for a while. That's right. <laughs> I think he was fired because they um, someone came in asking for the uh, the, 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 the Tom the Hanks movie. movie where he's on the island, so he gave him Joe Joker's versus Volcano. <laughs> He's not <laughs> wrong, technically. Not wrong. They were just like, eh, you know. But no, the, 70s, the 70s had a lot of good, great like skits back in the day. Like, there was a lot of characters that really kind of came out. Um, you know, like Nick the Lounge. Bill Murray doing Nick the Lounge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a great character. Ah, Star Wars. <laughs> Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Dan Aykroyd, you know, doing like, you know, the consumer, you know, the, you know, the, oh, guys, the bag of glass. Oh, yep. Yeah, Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd do free, that. Free chewed food. That was yeah. like, that was the, one that, the one they were showing. Dog's milk. Oh, that's right. Candace Burger. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah, the one they were showing was uh, him pureeing sea bass. Oh, the bass. Oh, the bass matic Mmm, that's good bass. <laughs> I used to love the Olympia restaurant, though. Oh, the cheeseburger, the cheeseburger, 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 Coke, Pepsi. Okay, what are you going to have? I think I'll have grilled cheese and a Coke. Uh... Grilled cheese, no grilled cheese. No grilled cheese. Uh, cheeseburger and a Coke. Uh, no Coke, uh, Pepsi. Okay, uh, Pepsi and French fries. No fries, cheap. Okay, cheap. What cheeseburger, what Pepsi, what cheese? Cheeseburger. Pepsi, cheap. What do you want? Uh, cheeseburger and a small Coke. Uh, no, no Coke, uh, Pepsi. Pepsi. What cheeseburger, what Pepsi? Cheeseburger. Pepsi. Cheeseburger, 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 four Pepsi, two cheap. Cheeseburger, 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 two Pepsi, one cheap. <laughs> that, but you know what? The thing about that is such a New York joke. Oh, that really? is not a joke that really that carries well, and like well, flies over. Well, it I think it worked beyond New York. I mean, yeah. you didn't really need to know New York for it to work. You know when I really started noticing kind of the talents of SNL was, um, I think it was my freshman year of high school, and they released the best of John Belushi. Mm-hmm. And it was like just all of his best yeah. stuff. And I, you know, everything was like, okay, this is okay, it's okay. You know, ten years have passed, so it's not, it hasn't aged that well. And then I saw him do Joe Cocker, oh, and I pissed myself. <laughs> oh, it was great. It's a great. And my mother looks at me and goes, "You know what? You were three years old. You were up. I, I, I don't. You might have been sick or whatever, but you were not sleeping." And so I was up, I had the TV on with this, and I had you in my arms, and I too pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I actually had Joe Cocker on, he's singing, all of a sudden John Belushi the, comes out as a Joe yeah. Cocker oh, but character, the thing, the thing and then just overdo it, it was hysterical. It was such a spot on <coughs> impression. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I think I had just watched the Woodstock movie, like, maybe six months before that. So mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Aren't drugs yeah. illegal? The samurai yeah. thing was. Uh, I love the samurai. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, actually, when um, Kilda Rad, the Bees Brothers. Oh, the Bees. Oh, um, <laughs> well, actually, the Kilda Radner and Bill Murray doing the nerds. 
Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember, like, this at one episode. Mm -hmm. There was that one episode where they're sitting in the kitchen, and Dan Aykroyd comes in with the, uh, doing the outfits in the, in the plumber. fridge. Yep. He's got the big butt crack, and they're oh, just in there. And, yeah, and, like, the like, oh, the moon's come out surprisingly early tonight, and they're just making jokes left and right, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I remember something about that where Dan Aykroyd was told he couldn't do that, and but it was live TV, so he went ahead. He and went did in and did anyway. it. Yeah, yep. and that that's the thing. Those guys got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. They got away with a lot of stuff in well, the seventies. The ones, the one sketch you have to look at is Richard Pryor and mm. Chevy Chase. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you, you think they they could get away with that today? Oh yeah. No. no. Oh, Absolutely not. They threw that word in there. Oh. That was on the SNL. Okay. It's like okay. There is this. There was an album, and I listened to this constantly throughout high school. It was the Saturday Night Live album, and it was nothing but sketches from like the first five episodes, and that was on there. Yeah. <laughs> White. Black. Bean. Pod. Negro? Whitey. Tar baby. What'd you say? Tar baby. Oh, faith. Colored? Redneck. Jungle bunny. Birdhead. Cracker. Spear chucker. White trash. Jungle bunny. Hunker. Spade. Hunker, hunker. Nigger. Dead hunker. Richard Pryor episode was one of the best ones. I've yeah, and there was, well, yeah, Richard Pryor, but another guy so, was banned from the show afterwards. But they were so, because they were so scared that he was going to just completely take it off the rails. I mean, and he really did. That was the first time they had like a five second delay. Right, yeah, it and was. Yeah. And, and the funny the thing himself. was, he, 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 he went on that edge, but he never, he never went, crossed he, he, knew. It. he was very professional. The best part was when he, I remember him and they did like the samurai between him and him and they like, you know, did the things. Grisham Belushi. All right, I see where you're coming from and just yeah. walks off. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, the 70s, not a whole lot you can say well, about it. there's so much it. coke yeah. going around in that yeah. studio, you know, it's like, yeah. mm -hmm. yep. But once everybody left, anybody worth a damn left, including Lorne Michaels in the 80s. Yeah, Nick mm -hmm. Ebersol. Have you guys ever watched the 80, anything from the 80-81 season? No. 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 Uh, it, it was is, not good. You know what, it, it, it's almost like looking at a scab, if you, if you, you know, under a Band-Aid. You have to just look at it and admire it for how fucking awful it really truly is. You know what it no, was? That, it was most like the 80. It was like once you got to 81, when you brought Eddie Murphy in, no. that's when it started to kind of. It, I'm talking like. I'm just talking like that's when it's like, yeah. like that started to help. I help a little. I'm like, I, I mere words cannot tell you how oh, I know. gloriously awful oh, that, it was. That, that first season See, I, after everybody left was. Denny Dillon was awesome. What are you talking about? I started watching 80, the 83, 84 season when I. When I was when I started watching it. Yeah. Yep. And that's when Billy Crystal was uh, yep. Martin Short, Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo. Yeah. I mean Christopher well, Guest. Well, it was this, they they weren't in the first half of the season. I think it was like like not like, like sometimes like halfway through the interchange character. Cast. Yeah. 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 And like I'm, looking, I'm looking at the timeline right here, and it says basically well, from for, like uh, Billy Crystal and Christopher Guest were the um, eighty four eighty five season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Eddie Murphy left. Um, I think in the eighty two eighty three season. Actually, I think he lasted a little longer. Yeah, Did he, he was, really? Yeah, he, uh, he, he was right up until eighty three eighty four. Yeah. 
Let's, yeah, let's not commit, uh, forget the comedic genius of Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right. This is Gilbert Gottfried before he found his niche. All right. <laughs> so, but getting back to the 8081, it was like the 80, like the 1980 section. After the New Year's, that's when they brought in Joe Piscopo, you brought in Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Because those guys at the time were huge. Well, well they not hired. Big, but they were just getting themselves going. Well, the way that worked was uh, Piscopo was just kind of the supporting guy there. Hmm. And they realized that he had even he said he, he had more presence than anybody else on that show because it was there was a lot of shit on but, that show and Eddie Murphy right. was a featured player who barely got any time on the show but in that first season. The only work Joe Piscopo worked really worked is when was when he was with Eddie Murphy. Right. Yeah. That was the only time those two because I remember after the New Year they that's when they fired a lot of those cast members and they mm-hmm. brought in the other ones mm-hmm. and those, like you know and then that's when the show kind of started picking up a little bit. And then 81, 82 was when it finally started getting a little bit better. Yeah, 81, 82 was when you started seeing people like Brad Hall and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, what about Robin Duke? Robin Duke. Oh, God. Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. Great check. Uh, yeah. In fact, um, well, we got that going in just a minute. Mary Gross. <laughs> yeah. And then, all right, so there was that. Lauren Michaels comes back. No, and but Lauren Michaels didn't come back till the 85, like 85. 86. He came back 85, 86, which is conceivably is a very bad season. No, only, well, halfway through 86. Because halfway through 86, they dumped the cast and brought in the new cast that well, everybody Yeah, loved. that was the new season. That was the 86, 87 season. Right. 85, 86 was Robert Downey Jr., Anthony Michael, 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 Michael Hall, Randy Quaid, Terry yep. Sweeney. Damon Wayans? Damon Wayans, Wayans was on. <laughs> he was like one of those guys that was on for like three or four episodes. I think he was episodes. like seven, no, seven episodes. I, and then they fired him. Yeah. It was yeah. almost like one of those things where you know how like sometimes remember like when they would do the intros, they'd say also starring. Yeah. And they'd have a few guys. Featuring. Yeah. Featuring, right. And there's like the few guys, he was the featuring guy, we'll call. Yeah. We'll see when and the he talked to his brother when they made In Living Color. Yeah. Yeah. But then you know what I mean? Four years guys, later. I think the only guys that survived. It takes a lot longer for black guys to get that stuff done. Because if I remember correctly, <laughs> the only guys that survived that <laughs> year were John Lovitz and Dennis Miller. Lovitz, Miller, and Nora Dunn. Nora Dunn. Three, right, yeah, Nora Dunn was there too. Right, In right. fact, they, they had gimmicked the ending of that season to emulate the... Um, they, they, they essentially were going to have a cliffhanger, kind of like Dallas had been doing cliffhangers since the JR thing. Yeah. So they had this thing where Studio 8H was burning to the ground. And... Um, and uh, Lauren Michaels was like, oh, my God, I have to save somebody. And he just grabs Lovitz out of there. I have to save you because John Lovitz was the only person in that entire season to break out because he had um, Tommy Flanagan, the pathological liar. Yep. Yep. I went for a hike, and then, and then I fell down a glacier. Yeah, that's it. 20,000 miles. Yeah. <laughs> I was frozen in the ice to death. And the following spring, I thawed out. And when I came to, who do you think was next to me? Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, hey, Amelia, how you doing? And she said, mm, not good. Because her leg had been broken, but her plane had been preserved in the ice. And I said, well, if you let me fly your plane out of here, I'll come back for you. It was the only time I lied. But I, I had to get out there because I was eating an apple. I mean, I had an appointment. I had an audition. Yeah. For Boogie Nights. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they, uh, they needed somebody for the last scene. So I pulled my pants down. I said, eh, what do you think? And they said, uh, you're overqualified. And what about, oh, the, really? what about, the, uh, yeah. what about the, uh, the thespian? Oh, Master Thespian. I, I, love... I don't know if he did Annoying Man at that time either. With uh, Dennis Mill on Dennis Mill's Weekend Update. He did that. I, I think oh, okay. he did. I don't remember if he did or not. I can't remember. I don't know. But, but I know um, that kind of evolved around that time. Right, and you know Dennis Miller had been finding his voice with Weekend Update, and Nora Dunn is I, Nora Dunn is a solid 
she's just very, she's female. very underrated. She's very yeah. Under- she, she, but you you look at who she was surrounded with later. I mean, you had, you had Jan Hooks was right. But the thing is, is that with with Nora Dunn, I mean, she was she she complimented people. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, she didn't need to be super super funny. She never no. really had her own standalone breakout character well, that was any good. Pat Stevens is a terrible character. Well, it's kind of like Dan Aykroyd. He could work well with other guys. Yeah, you know, he actually had some great moments with some other people. Except for a few little skits he did, like the Julia Child skit was funny. Yep. Um, you know, the Bassmatic <laughs> thing was funny. Oh, yeah. But then those other things he did well with other people, you know. Right. Yeah. He had some good moments there. But my ha- hands down, my personal favorite season is 1986-87. Yeah. Mm. Because that, to me, is the best cast they've ever assembled. That's when you bring in Phil Hartman, you bring in Daniel Carvey. Kevin Nealon. Uh, Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon. Whitney Brown. Kevin Nealon was kind of the, the featured guy. A. Whitney guy. Brown was a featuring guy. Al Franken yeah. was a featuring guy. Even Kevin Nealon was a featured guy. Yeah, he was. Year. The following year is when they finally brought him right. a full-time cast. Um, that's when you brought in Victoria Jackson, uh, Jan Hooks. Um, you had Lovitz, you had... Um, I mean, you uh, had some of the best sketches, too. Like you said, the Frank the Frank Sinatra sketches. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Sinatra, that came a little bit later. Oh, but, that um, came a little bit later, but it was the first time that they really... It, it, it's just it's For some reason, the show just got a new shot of life in it. Yep. Almost every episode had something legendary about it. I mean, by the end of the Super 86... Oh, yeah. By the end of 86, they had the Shatner show. Get a Which, life. To this to this day, in the annals of SNL, is one of the best episodes they ever did. And this is back when Shatner was still a parody of himself. Yep. Mm. And that pissed off a lot of fans. Yes, it did. <laughs> Before I, I answer any more questions, there's something I wanted to say. I, I, having received all your letters over the years, and, and, and I've spoken to many of you, and some of you have traveled, you know, hundreds of miles uh, to be here, I'd just like to say, get a life, will you, people? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean for, for crying out loud, it's it's just a TV show. <laughs> I mean, look at you. Look at the way you're dressed. You, 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 you've turned an enjoyable little job that I did as a lark for a few uh, years into a colossal waste of time. You're saying he's not a parody of himself now? Well, you know, those... those Have you listened to... The TripAdvisor ads are terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, the problem oh, no, is... You know, that's no, terrible. No, no, as an aside, that's also 40 years old, by the way. As an aside, have but you... But he, he, he did a spoof of it. They oh, were, shit. Um, when it was a few years ago, they were doing, um, you know, like, uh, MTV Movie Awards. Yeah. And they're doing the end of seven, and they're going, what's in the box? They open the box, and it's uh, Shatner, and he goes, Tambourine Man! Oh, God. You, <laughs> no, I mean... As an aside, have you seen the the that BBC documentary, The Captains? No, I have. He does that. He they show that's how they start off with was that sketch. Yeah, like, sketch of that Saturday Night Lights sketch where he's going around saying, "Get a life." One of the funniest things I've ever seen too was when um they were doing like a like a Star Trek parody. Yeah. And Dana Carvey dressed up as Khan. Yeah. It's like Khan. You know, like, <laughs> 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 that episode. Got the mullet and everything. It was a that episode also has, again, one of my hands down favorite things they've ever done on that. The lost ending to It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Where it turns out that, you know, it, it ended up in a revenge plot. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember now. Let's go get him. <laughs> Dana Carvey's. Oh, I'll tell you. I didn't know about a fraud. Yes. I'm not even a quibble. I can explain that now. Hold on. Let's up. get him. <laughs> I ought to found you. Dana Carvey's Jim, Jimmy Dan- Stewart. Yeah, Kirby does great impressions. Mm, yeah. Oh my god! Like either both of his original characters and his impressions are both. I remember very he did. Good. I remember one of his um, '90s like Santa Claus routines. He was talking about like you know Jimmy Stewart getting like a head. No. Like yeah. Uh, oh god. Yeah. Like oh, it's a pleasurable <laughs> sensation. That's a humdinger. The, the one thing I got to ask about. Oh, Dennis, I fell off the chair when I heard it. <laughs> humdinger. 
fingers, so she had dentures and took them out. Ooh. Oh. Would you mind saluting it? <laughs> Get, I had to ask, though, what the hell happened to Dana Carvey? Because I see those ads, like the Aaron Rodgers ads. And first of all, he looks like an old lesbian. <laughs> Secondly, and you can't see this on the podcast, but you guys here, I expect your laughter when it says, this is like his resting face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, aren't I cute face? <laughs> he actually now when, looks like his grumpy old man character. Oh, God. Well, it's, it's, so his resting face was uh, after, after church lady goes, could it be... Yeah, and then she does the little... And then she has the little mew with the mouth, and there it is. Um, and that brings us to the 90s. The first half of the 90s brought us possibly some of the, the, you know, they were funny then, and I wish they'd go away now type of people. You mean like Adam Sandler? Sandler, well, you know Spade. Was, well, that was, remember, that was like, that was like, that was the year. Remember when they had like VH1 had that Saturday Night Live special of like Saturday Night Live the seventies, Saturday Night Live the eighties, yeah. the nineties. Yeah. Or was it was maybe on um, actually ABC or whatever it was, whatever channel they were doing it. I remember they were doing like a whole like two-hour special on each of the decades. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they brought that up, they were talking about how now that things have kind of come back, they wanted to bring in more comedians. Yeah. And at the time, Adam Sandler was a, was a, was a comedian kind of trying to break into the whole thing. Um, Chris Farley was. I remember David Spade was. Chris Rock was. I was Chris so Rock excited was. to see Chris Rock come onto that show. He was, he was what, one season? One season. Oh, no, two no, seasons. No, he was in for a couple He was on two really? seasons. Chris... He was criminally misused. Yes, he was. Well, I mean, 88 I also brought in Mike Myers. Mm, yeah, and Mike Myers. Well, Mike Myers came in in the in the late eighties. Yeah, later. That's it. Eighty eight, From eighty six to like ninety five was when you you had that mix of the old like like the Phil Hartman crew. Yeah, like to call them. You had guys staying longer than their their typical five, right, eight, four then, or five years. And then you started seeing right. like the younger like the Mike Myers, the Adam Sandlers, and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. Which was actually, I think. The early '90s was actually not a bad mix. I think there was no. some very the, there's some very good stuff in like there. Like sprockets. I mean, because you had some of the, the cast members we loved with some other guys that worked like, well with these other guys, like sprockets. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. and you know, well, that's also when you had uh, Christopher Walken start start the Continental. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Now, let us consummate. I mean, celebrate the reunion of you and your brooch. With vintage champagne. Life is too short to quaff anything but champagne and beauty and Red Bull. Please lay, I mean, sit down. Champagne. Enjoy. I love the champagne is only champagne when it, it, when it is made in the French province of champagne. champagne. <laughs> yeah, that's when you got Adam Bald, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin every year. The, the you had John Goodman every year. Yeah, Tom oh, Hanks. God. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin doing the scum and that's, Adam Sandler. And that is when, especially during the early 90s, that is when, when Hartman was really hammering down on the uh, on the Sinatra thing. Oh, yeah. Because And we've discussed this before, that when Joe Piscopo did um, Frank Sinatra... Before they would go on air, he would ask Frank's permission. Here's what we're going to talk about. Here's what we're going to do. Is it okay with you? Because if it's not, I won't do it. Right. You would have never. You would have never gotten the Sinatra group. Episcopo was Sinatra. No, no. no. I just watched that. I was preparing dinner tonight, and I was like, "Oh, I have to watch this again because it's hilarious." Oh, it is. Next issue. This crap with MTV with the nudity and all. What is this crap? 
Sinbad O'Connor. Well, I think it's bloody awful, but it's typical of entertainment in a male-dominated society. Boo-hoo, you had me and then you lost me. Billy Idol. Well, I think it's great. Shut up. Luther Campbell. Well, that's my bread and butter, man. Once more around, pal. It's all pops and buzzes from here. I said that's my bread and butter, man. No, you're wrong, schoolboy. You don't need to work blue. You'll never play the big rooms with that crap. Ask Red Fox. You don't need the blue stuff, kid. You got talent. But I don't have any talent. You got it, kid. Now, you listen to me. You got a Ben Vereen quality. I can't put my finger on it. Take the high road, baby. Man, I swear, man, I don't have talent, man. I don't have any none, man. This is all I got, man. T tell him, man, tell him. Yeah, he sucks. He's not talented. No, Bob Goulet, that's not talented. You, you got talent. You got a Dion Warwick, Falana kind of a thing going. Stephen Eady? Oh, you're right, Frank. Absolutely, he's great. Of course he is, you brown noses. Look at you, you're just swimming in my wake. Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> Luther Campbell. Can I state a word you're saying? Millie Vanilli, what is this faggot crap? <laughs> well, who's who's uh, Frank's toady, the guy who he's going to be? Steve Lawrence. Uh, Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet. <laughs> okay, Frank. <laughs> Whatever you say, Jammin. <laughs> Shut up, you brown noses. <laughs> you can pick up a check once in a while. That's not fair. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Let's get some gook food that we can uh, have after we shoot. Sure. <laughs> like we're Sting playing uh, Billy Idol. Yeah. What are you doing with your lips there? <laughs> What's with you? I got chunks of uh, guys like you in my stool. <laughs> yeah, we know Snake. Piscopo's snatcher was funny. He had it some was funny, funny but, but again, was, but it's like only made... when he did it with Eddie Murphy. Right. Right. He was, and he was more respectful. He wasn't like parrying. Oh, yeah, when Eddie Murphy was um, oh, Sammy Davis Jr. No, no when he did uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, like, oh, I remember he's like, right. Joe's, I want to sing tunes that the young people will enjoy. I'm going to call the album Frank Sings Tunes the Young People Will Enjoy. <laughs> no, what Phil Hartman did, he, I mean, he parodied. Frank's in that. Yeah. Oh, he was you know, racist. Like, he was belligerent. Oh. He was a drunk. He banged everybody in old timey Hollywood. <laughs> old timey. <laughs> I'm. Uh. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's yeah. that. And then you you know Jan Hooks doing Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, oh god. Oh my. That was classic. That Come was on. brilliant with the makeup. They're actually I remember once they were doing that in church chat. And yes. they cut to the church lady, and during the cut, she was she was putting on the makeup to make it look like her mascara had run. Yep. Yep. They cut to her too early, so they're like showing her, like putting the stuff on, and then they go like right, right back, back to Carvey, and then right back to her. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, also, um, the nineties also gave us Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Oh, oh God. I love Deep Thoughts. By Jack <laughs> Those were great. You I, didn't you didn't go to college in the early nineties if you didn't and and you didn't get that book. I, oh. I exactly that is the I only Saturday Night Live book I ever got was Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. You know what? I remember they were trying to make a marketing machine out of SNL in the early nineties because I got a when I, when, on my twentieth birthday. My mother sent me down to North Carolina a T-shirt. That was the Toonses, the driving cat. Oh, yep. Which, by the way, was a brilliantly stupid sketch. There was also a shirt, which I didn't get because I'm thankful I didn't get it, the Rob Meister shirt. Yeah. Because that character <laughs> needed to go away. He needed to die. Oh, God. Rob Schneider. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> you know what can you say? You know what was great, though, when actually, like, back in, like, the mid to late 90s, 
actually no, late 80s, excuse me, um, when they brought back Al Franken. Yes. Remember yeah. the Al Franken era? There was, there was a whole skit about how, like, you know, the 90s will be the Al Franken era or something well, like that. Well, yeah, the 80s were going to be the Al Franken decade. And what he did was, at the end of the decade, he brought his son so, on. Joe Franken, yeah. Joe yeah. Franken. The 90s is going to be the Joe the Franken Joe decade, Frank, yep. which I will guide him through. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Who? Who Joe Franken? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you ladies might want to figure out what you could wear or not wear to please me, Al Franken. <laughs> And he is the senator. He is the U.S. He, he is, is now a two-term uh, U.S. senator. I remember in Minnesota. when he was doing um, when he was doing like live via update. I think it was like the Gulf oh, War. and he had the, the big satellite, oh, the big satellite, <laughs> the mobile satellite one. <laughs> well, my neck is compressed, and I'm addicted to painkillers. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. You know what? I mean, it was funny. You could, you could, we could just talk about it. I mean, here's the thing, guys. Our, our clips are probably going to be very limited thanks to uh, SNL being pulled from YouTube. Yeah, I just I try to find clips on YouTube for it. You know, and whatever we do get is going to be whatever we can find Go with a Yahoo. microphone. Yeah, well, the problem is Yahoo the ripping. SNLs, it does have something. Yeah, but we, the way we rip the, uh, the audio, it's going to be a microphone in front of our speaker and everyone, please be quiet now. <laughs> no, 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 that's not how you do it. You run, a, you run a wire from the headphone jack on your speakers to the microphone jack on your computer. Oh, okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There ooh. you go. That's the technology. Been there, done that. I'll cool. text you later on to get that. <laughs> All right, because I'm never going to remember that. It's no, not I like can I can't that. listen right back to this. I can do that. So there you go. All right, so um, the mid-90s. Did anyone remember the last season from the 90s? Are you talking about 94, 95. Was a transition? It was a transition. Was a transition. Yeah. It was like Molly in, Shannon was just coming in. Molly play. Shannon was just coming in. All right, Mike here, Myers had just left. Julius Sweeney. Julia Swinney was just, she was on her way out the door. This was the season of Chris <coughs> Elliott, <coughs> Michael McQueen, and Janine Garofalo. Yeah, see, I, but I remember And halfway, Jay Moore. But I remember halfway through, they, uh, they fired left, half the cast. And yep. then they hadn't brought in the, all the brand new cast yet, but a few, like Molly Shannon was kind of brought, Molly Shannon, yep. Jim Brewer, I think it was like one Brewer. other person. Like two or three people. Mark from Ma- that, they brought Mark McKinney in. Mark yeah, McKinney, those yeah. three yeah. were kind of like shoved in there, and then they brought in that other. And cast then that afterwards. next cast was the one that revitalized for the for the late nineties, like Will yeah, Ferrell Jimmy, Jimmy and Fallon, Cherry O'Terry, Jimmy Molly Fallon, Horatio. You know the funny thing was, Norm McDonald. You know the funny thing was, I when I first watched those seasons, I hated them. Really? Oh, I, I just, still I, yeah, I, I don't. I, mean, I, I can appreciate some of the characters now, but honestly, I, I couldn't stand Sherry O'Terry. I, can't I could stand, not stand Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan was so friggin'. I, I just, oh, I well, let's get to that because yeah. we do right. have our Dreamcast stuff coming right. up pretty in a little bit, okay? And we're so, not talking about the Sega system right. either. And then the all right, and that pretty much that brings us into the aughts. Everything has kind of bled together since then because people will stay on that show forever now. Yeah. 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 There's really, I mean, you know, you look at Keenan. Uh, Keenan Thompson's been. Keenan Thompson is now the. Third longest tenured member of that cast. Yeah. Behind Daryl Hammond and Tim Meadows. Man. Actually, someone's longer than Tim Meadows. I read it. Really? You mean you mean Good Burger oh, Two is not going to happen anytime no, soon? No, it's not. And I, you know, I gotta I say though, I love Keenan Thompson. Yeah, no, no, he, he, I got no problem with him. Who is it? Oh, you got it. You got, got the, list the whole here? cast All list right. of everybody. Hold on. Uh, keep talking. I'll get to All it. All right. In a so, yeah, oh, here we go. Um. The longest, um, it says Noble Tenures. Daryl Hammond for 14 seasons. Seth Myers for 13. Well, that's right. Um, Al Franken was 12. Yeah. Those are in. He ties to Keenan Thompson. Yeah. And then Fred Armisen was 11. He was actually. Wow. And then, and then Tim Meadows. So Tim All Meadows right. was actually fifth, like fifth and yeah. sixth in the list. Wow. So. All right. So, um, let's move on to Chris's Cultural Corner. KKK. That's not good. <laughs> Where uh, I asked Chris, uh, you know, giving him a project here, 
to come up with this dream cast of the best of the worst. So not the worst people that ever graced the stage of Saturday Night Live, but not, most notably not the best either. So uh, Chris writes, SNL turns 40 October 11th of next year, even although the season is their 40th season. Everyone has their favorite cast members in the show's history. Eddie Murphy, John Belushi, Phil Hartman, etc. I would like to contribute to the podcast my best of the worst cast members in SNL's history. I will assist cast members that I would put on the mock special best of the worst of SNL. Number one, Joe Piscopo. Really? To me, you can't have a, a best of the worst without Joe Piscopo. The sketches I remember most from him were the Frank Sinatra impressions, the Ebony and Ivory especially, which weren't bad, but Phil Hartman did it better. His Nightline news updates when Buckwheat got shot and killed, and his sports updates he did on Weekend Update. Most of those were done without any, with the, without the benefit of Eddie Murphy, so they were awful. <laughs> Do you remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, um, the 15th anniversary of SNL? It was a big TV special, and I, I, had, like, I had VCR'd it so I could watch it like every day. <laughs> I think that was yes. the year they had like a tribute to Gilda Radner, they had a tribute to John Belushi, yeah. and then another tribute to somebody else. Well, no, those were the only two that were de- dead by that time. I think it was like the two, like one for the women, one for the yeah, it was like Dan, right. like Dan Aykroyd and Steve Martin did like one tribute, and then um, Gilda Radner and Lane Newman that. did the other. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, I don't doubt no, it. Gil- did. No, it was like everybody. No, I mean Lane Newman and um, watched it. Jane Curtin. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I almost never watched SNL, but I think I watched yeah, that. I think, I remember, yeah, I think I remember watching. Yeah. That. And Joe Piscopo at this point had been making his bones not in movies but in bodybuilding. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was like his only contribution to the whole thing is he showed up in a tuxedo without any sleeves on. <laughs> and they're talking about Chevy Chase doing the, the the fall to open the show because Chevy Chase had famously gone to the uh, Betty Ford Clinic for painkiller addiction. Yeah. Because of all these falls. Yeah. So they were like you know and, and Piscopo was like no let me do the fall I'll do the fall. Hey. It's like, wow, I'm never going to see you again, am I? And I never did. They, they did do the blatant stuntman replace for Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah. Downstairs. I remember yep. that much. That was bad. I had that explained to me. It's like, oh, Chevy Chase always fell down. And so that was a thing. Yep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Didn't he break his ankle over one? No. Thing? I thought he like, broke his... No, no, yeah, because he did, he actually, he tripped over like a... Like a presidential pulpit or something he like i broke his ankle or something and then the next week he went they they, they went to him live in the in his in the hospital, hospital room oh jeez yeah. i remember that one all right next up on chris's list is tim kazarinski yes sweet chuck was on snl the only recurring character i remember him on snl was the landlord from mr robinson's neighborhood this is how you answer a door in my neighborhood notice. Brought by Mr. Landlord. Can you say scum bucket? <laughs> One of the characters he played was this character, Dak, uh, Dr. Jack Badowski, supposed science editor of Weekend Update, who presented a certain list of humorous disease names. I remember watching one once where he was, um, he was talking about the different types of orgasms you can have, and they were like, you know, Mary Todd Lincoln had four scorgasms. <laughs> Linda, Lo- Linda Lovelace and Steven Spielberg have jawgasms. <laughs> they were puns. So yes. by, na- by their very general nature, they were awful. 
Yeah. <laughs> Number three, David Spade, the king of smart-alecky uh, sarcasm. His most famous scenes were his flight attendant, bye bye scenes, Dick Clark's administrative assistant, and you are... And, of course, his Hollywood Minute segments. I've I, I got to say, the Hollywood Minute stuff was good. Those were yeah, funny. That's probably his best stuff. Yeah. I remember seeing one once. It was like Saddam Hussein, um, somebody else, and Arsenio, like another terrible dictator, and Arsenio Hall. He's like, okay, everyone take a step forward. We'll be here next year. Oh, not so fast, Arsenio. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the question the other way, how, like, you know, he goes to concerts, and, like, you know, the bands aren't playing their famous hit. He'd be like, so I went to see Big Country, mm-hmm. and they didn't play their song in a Big Country. Your balls. <laughs> and now, and and now, now he's... Do you think they played the safety dance? No. Again, pure balls. <laughs> yeah, and now he's pretty much on the Adam Sandler payroll. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Along with Buscemi and Rob Schneider. Although Buscemi was actually on that, was that, was that one Kevin show he was on for a while. That show he was on for a while. Oh, but, um, well, he's on Just Shoot he was, Me. He was on News Radio. No, it was on Just Shoot Me was on for a while. He, he, he was on no, News Radio. No, you're thinking Andy Dick. No, he's, oh, on that, okay. he's on that show with uh, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, now. Just oh, Shoot God. Me, right? Is it? No. No, what's it called? Whatever that show is. But it's that one was... of those terrible CBS comedies that, that will never get canceled no. because CBS doesn't cancel anything. Well, actually, was... the, actually, the banter, the guy they brought in, like, later, the Indian guy they brought in later was actually okay. pretty fun. The banter the two of them went through was so actually pretty David funny. Spade was on um, this one that was set at a uh, magazine, like Cosmo. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. just Shoot Me. Just, just Shoot Me. me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's when I was like, why doesn't Laura Sanjay Como get more work? That's kind of cute. Yeah. And Wendy Malick, why is she still working? <laughs> Are you a witch in real life? <laughs> All right. Yes, next yes, up on Chris's list, Dennis Miller. Uh, does uh, anyone remember Dennis being in any other sketches besides Weekend Update? Yes. Yeah. He was yeah. Coco the Clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was also in that one with the uh, they were at the beat, the nudist beach. Oh yeah, nice penis. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Al Franken. Al was one of the original writers on SNL when it first started, and he would occasionally perform in sketches as well, most notably as Stuart Smalley. After leaving SNL in 1995 in protest because he lost the Weekend Update anchor position to Norm MacDonald, he wrote some funny books um, and becoming a U.S. Senator. So he's good enough, he's smart enough, and gosh darn it, people of Minnesota like him. I don't, think, I don't, I don't think you can say Al he's Franken one of was worst. never a Weekend yeah, Update character. What's that? What did he say? Did he say weekend? He lost no, no. He um he, he lost out the weekend update at the anchor Dennis desk. Oh, at the oh, oh, left. No, okay. actually, this is right after um, no, Kevin, Kevin Nealon left. Oh, Kevin. That's yeah. Right. Kevin Nealon was the was the anchor, and they replaced him with Norm Macdonald instead of Al Franken. Al Franken really, really wanted the I job. I thought Norm Macdonald actually did a pretty good job in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until he was fired for bad mouthing O.J. Simpson. And then they gave it to Colin Quinn. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. Al Franken's one of the worst member cast members that no. there was. I mean, no, I, he no. did all those su- funny films. I mean, his films were. They didn't do a lot the of stuff in the Davis early show. years, yeah, like Tom that Davis. first season. Him and Tom Davis did a bunch of stuff, and mainly skits. it was well, it was just banter back and forth in front of a pong screen, and all you saw was the pong screen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and them talking like they were stoned, which but, is probably what happened anyway. But they also had the the Franken and Davis show. It was like a yeah. little like cartoon thing. Right. They just get out there and just talk to the crowd and. At one point, they were doing like something where they did two like political guys going like Pete Tagliani and yep. whatever. <laughs> but the interesting thing about Al Franken is Al Franken wrote Al Franken and Al Davis were on LSD <laughs> when they wrote the infamous La- Nixon Last Days of the White House sketch. Yeah, you, you remember that one? I yeah, do. I do. With with Aykroyd like staring at the photographs, Kennedy. You know, you're like, you're lucky, Abe. They shot you. Wasn't that, wasn't and the Kennedy one? having sex with women? <laughs> wasn't the one where, uh, where like they treat him like 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 a vampire or something like that? 
they did that one. That was another, that was another memoirs yeah. coming out. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Because they like all of a sudden they held the memoirs up. He's like, go like this. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, that was the one where uh, he kept referring to um, Kissinger as Jew boy. Right. <laughs> you know I'm not a crook, Henry. You know that I'm innocent. I love. <laughs> I am, Henry. I had nothing to do with Watergate, the bugging of Watergate. I have nothing to do with the cover-up. Nothing to do with the break-in of Daniel Ellsberg's psychiatrist's office. Nothing to do with the guy who was killed in Florida. What guy was killed in Florida, Mr. President? You mean you don't know about the, the young Cuban who was run over by the... Never mind, Henry. Get down on your knees and pray. Pray with me. Pray with me, Henry. Oh, Mr. President, please. We've got a big day tomorrow, uh, so why don't we just get into our jammies and go sleepy time, huh, Mr. President? You don't want to pray? Well... Jew boy! Oh, come on, Mr. President. Mr. President, I don't want to get into that again, okay? Please? You'll have to excuse me. I've got to go on the strategic air command to disobey all presidential orders. Right, right, thanks. All right, finally on Chris's list, Robert Smigel was mostly behind-the-scenes guy as a writer, but he made some contributions in front of the camera, being one of the guys in Bill Swirsky's superfan segments and creating the hilarious TV Funhouse animated segments. TV Funhouse? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I mean, Robert Smigel's really funny, but he was always the guy who's like, who the fuck is that? You know, when you're <laughs> yeah. looking at the guys, the Bill Swirsky superfans... He was that one, yeah, because you just never recognized because there was the glasses on and, you know, the hat. He had the, the hat and the mustache, and you could always tell the other guys. Yeah, know, right? and now he does Triumph, you know? Yeah. Now, can you remember who the original host of the Bill Swirsky Superfans was? Well, it wasn't, um... It wasn't George Wendt. Who I was it? I know who you're talking about. I can't think of who it was. Oh, uh, yeah. It was Bob Swirsky Superfans, yeah. not Bill. Yeah. And Because Bill was the brother, and whoever the Bob was, they brought in for, like, a one-time thing. It wasn't John Goodman, was it? No. Nope. No, Goodman came in later. Joe Mantegna. That's right. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Yes. They brought him in, yep. and it was hilarious, too. The whole episode is actually funny because he comes out, and he's like, Hey, I'm Joe Mantegna. I'm in The Godfather 3. And this guy, he's like, Sir, why are you standing up? And the guy, this guy has got his little kid who's got, like, a, um, a 49ers jersey on and a football. He's like, We thought you were Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Montana. <laughs> But no, I do remember that skit, and then later on yep. they brought George Wynn, and George was basically Bill, Bob's brother, Bill. Right? Yeah. And I think they said he was, like, in the hospital for, like, you know, because he had, like... Because he had his 58 hernia tip. Right. <laughs> and the funny thing is, they brought John Goodman in later to basically be the fatter version of Mike Myers' character. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, remember what he used to look like? <laughs> or, like, they brought that whole skit back, then Dan Aykroyd shows up, then Brian Dennehy. What are you guys doing here? Well, this is, they were trying to find, the, you know, the new record to have the most fat guys in one <laughs> scene, or something like that. Hey, you know what? I said it before, I'll say it a thousand times. Marty McFly didn't want to go back to 1985 as badly as Bears fans do. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another edition of Bill Swirsky's Superfans. I'm Bob Swirsky, sitting in for my brother Bill, who's still recovering from that dreadful heart attack. With me, as always, are the Superfans, Pat Arnold. Hey, Bob. Carl Wilarski. Hey, Bob. And Todd O'Connor. How are you, Bob? Real good. Real good. Once again, we're coming to you from Dicka's Restaurant in the heart of Chicago, the city of the big shoulders, home to a certain team, which come January will run roughshod over the competition in Super Bowl 26. a team that is known as the Bears. The, the Bears. Bears. Mm -hmm. All right. Chris, thanks a lot. 
Um, so let's okay, let's round table a few things. We're already running long, guys. This is uh-huh. amazing. Uh-huh. 42 minutes in before cuts and edits and all that. So yeah. woo. All right, real quick, round table. Uh, Mike, we'll start with you. What's your favorite weekend anchor update? Update anchor. I do love Norm McDonald, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Chevy Chase. Okay. I mean, for just a straight for a straight man who's got that just slight hint of humor, I I don't think you can get it, any better. It was groundbreaking for the time. Yeah. I you know it's it's, it's hard to argue with the first guy. Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. You can't fault him for anything. Nope. Mike. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Dennis Miller. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure you're probably going to go with it, too. I thought Dennis Miller was the guy that, since then, kind of brought that Weekend Update character back and really, really kind of, like, Chevy Chase at the foundation, mm-hmm. and then, like, Dennis Miller just built up the build, just built right on top he of him. He was, ve- I think he took a lot from Chevy Chase, because I think, from that point, I mean, everyone was just trying to be, like, naughty and get, like, really weird political jabs in. This is back when Dennis Miller was really middle of the road. Mm. Right. Yes. Really but middle was, of the road. But he was really funny middle of the road. Exactly. Was, <laughs> I remember one of the funniest things I remember they used to bring Dana Carvey in. It's like, okay, now coming up it'll be me, Dennis Miller. Bah, 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 bah. You know, Dennis Miller, and it goes, you just do the whole thing. And then, yep. of course, they brought in Tom Hanks, the three of them doing jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Babe. <laughs> oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Babe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> well, he took he took my uh, my pick, but go with it. My no, uh, I gotta say, uh, Norm McDonald. After Dennis Miller, Norm McDonald was my favorite. Uh, yeah, because mm. he had he had sort of like a deadpan delivery too. Yeah, mm. you know, but it but he there was this snarkiness to his yeah, oh, his yeah. voice that just but, it worked. Note to self. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or yeah. the best part was, was when he kept going, again. I'm sorry again. No, it was the, the snarkiness just worked. At the time, it's like, yep, that's funny. That's that fits. But the best part was we used to always go back to David Hasselhoff, which proves my theory once again. Germans love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta feel time. bad for Norm Macdonald though, because essentially he was fired from that job because the president of NBC happened to be the only guy who was still friends with O.J. Simpson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> Catherine. I'm gonna go with Seth Meyers. I love Seth oh, Meyers. Mm. Uh, he he just he brings it. It's really funny, you know. And I'm I'm you know I'm a big John Stewart fan, and it's it's along the same line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's John Stewart light. He can't. Yeah. He can't, he can't do all the stuff that John Stewart does, but he does a very good. You know. I love. Yeah, and, and I, I'm glad he got it. He's got his own show, and I think it's because he just did such a great job with Weekend Update. I'm actually going to tie into that for my favorite. Because my favorite is uh, Seth uh, Meyers and Amy Poehler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love about yeah. Seth Meyers is that he never laughs at himself. No. It's like he doesn't find, you know, he, he'll say the joke and he'll, you know, if it's funny, he'll chuckle. He's got a twinkle in his eye. Yeah. He's not going to actually. But he's got excellent comic timing, he though. Is, he let yes. the joke he, rest. He, you know what yes. it is? He is the 180 degree of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh. You know? We're all, we're going to get to him. Oh, trust <laughs> me. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Oh, Good. Yeah. You better know, oh. I got a bunch of teachers that think he's the greatest comedian oh ever. God. We're Great. getting into he it. Is. Thank oh, God. Please. So overrated. We are getting into it. Oh, but please. I'm cocking the gun right now. The thing <laughs> with Amy Poehler in him, though, and this is, I, you know, because I love, I love the Tina Fey-Amy Poehler mm. uh, combination because yep. I yep. love Tina Fey. Yeah. Right. But Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers just had this great chemistry together. They were perfect foils for and each they, other. Well, the other beauty of that, too, was that it all culminated in the really segments. Really? 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 Donald really? <laughs> really? McNabb, really? You can't, you, you, you couldn't have left marijuana, you couldn't just throw that marijuana away because you're flying back to Atlanta where you live and presumably keep more marijuana? Really? <laughs> you know, was just, that was pretty much the, this decade's... <laughs> 
<laughs> I just that was one of the clips I watched. That I think that was Mike Vick. Oh, Michael Vick. <laughs> that's right. It was You're Michael Vick. You're a running Vick. back, but you know what? Just you know, don't you have an entourage you could give to them? Really? Really? Was, was, I know guys that wouldn't get caught in an airplane, and they're broke as hell, and they love weed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's what we all do, which is put it in a Ziploc and put it at the bottom of your shampoo bottle and your carry-on bag. Really? <laughs> I think that segment was kind of like this generation's point counterpoint. Yeah. When Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd used to go back and forth. Go Jane, to, you ignorant slut. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they always say, and of course, Jane Curtin would just slam Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd slam Jane Curtin. Yeah. And by the point was they took when they brought Bill Murray in it was like well you know Jane I actually kind of agree with you on that he's like all of a sudden like Mr. Softy yeah, well, I, th- I think I think the Seth Meyers Amy Poehler is the best male female news update combo since, since Jane, Jane, Jane yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're sticking with that and I gotta tell you Colin Jost is not funny See, I haven't watched you know so that job watched. belonged to John Mulaney you know that job was his because he would make a weekend. He would make a weekend update. If you look at Colin Jones, don't tell me you don't see John Mulaney. Oh, a little bit. When was the last time? But but there's they've got a new male anchor on. Michael Che isn't bad. Michael Che is getting better. But Michael like, Che was a Daily had, Show correspondent. He was on the Daily Show for three months, and then he left, and they did a, the, a goodbye like they did for John Oliver. That was I was here for three brilliant. months. Hey, you know, we but never really hilarious. we never really met, but I heard you were cool. <laughs> that stuff with Jessica Williams was great. Well, the stuff he did with um, um, Jordan Kepler. Um, Kep- like, oh, Kepler, Kepler. Oh, about the open carry. Yeah, it's like, if you're a black man, don't go near a gun. Don't do any of these things. Black now, people, this isn't wait, for you. Now, now wait a since we're on the Weekend Update, do you think that Weekend Update as a format has suffered because of stuff like late uh, Jon Stewart and John, uh, what John yes. Oliver is doing? Yes, it, I think the bite has, has, has suffered because, I mean, let's be honest. At this point right now, and until Colbert leaves and we can see, we can kind of see where the pieces reset, we were in a golden age of comedy news. Well, you know, Larry, uh, the, the, um, Larry Wilmore, Larry, Larry Wilmore is no, taking over for him. No, with, my, with the Minority Report. Yeah, yeah. So that's I gonna mean, be that's gonna be that's gonna be scary. <laughs> that is gonna well, it's gonna be, gonna be awesome. great. John, Ol- well, it's gonna be scary. Awesome. John Oliver, though, what he's been doing with his show. Oh, was great. oh, oh John Oliver. Yeah, last week. Yeah, seriously. Hilarious. I actually shouted at the TV this Sunday when he said, "This is our last show for the season." I'm like, "What?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> No! Oh. <laughs> Rage monster. But you could, but you could tell that you know, it's like you know that he's he's a touchstone right now because everybody's like, yeah, sure, you can throw a fake salmon at me, no problem. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Mike about that in the car. The old salmon cannon with J.J. Abrams and R2D2. J.J. Abrams, R2D2, Tom Hanks got hit twice like on said, camera. Like, like I said, I mean, is is Weekend Update really relevant now? Because. Every weeknight we get John Stewart and Stephen Colbert, and every Sunday we get John Oliver. And but like, again, they do it differently. It's but the part of the thing is too. It's also a tradition. It's yeah. like you, if you get rid of Weekend Update, you may as well just cancel it. Oh yeah, now. yeah. Well, it's weekend still the centerpiece of their show. It's yeah. all different news. You're talking about entertainment, like whereas you know you got other shows that are a little more political, like you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Daily yeah, Show. They're more Daily focused. Show got more, more focused, political yeah. after you got rid of Craig Kilborn. Because um, John Stewart wanted to take it more right. political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you got even like shows like The Soup, where it's kind of yeah. the same idea, where that's yeah. the entertainment factor, too. So, you know, you got a lot of different shows do a lot of different things like that. But like you said, Andy, it's been a, it's been a, a staple. It's a centerpiece. You yeah, have exactly. to keep it. If you get rid of it, then the show is done. And I think it's just, you just need yeah. some, I think Seth Meyers did such a great job. It's like one of those things where it's like, now you got to yeah. fill those shoes. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's going to be tough because it's like, you know, you had certain guys that are great. Chevy Chase was great. Dennis Miller was great. I didn't think Cecily um, Strong was doing a bad job either. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Cecily Strong was doing a bad job. Yeah. 
Um, it's just one of those things where it's like, right. nah, and, it's still but shit. yeah, it's it's growing pains. It's like when they brought in Colin Quinn. Colin yeah. Quinn was completely unprepared to do that show. Yeah. Because Colin Quinn's entire shtick is comedy for the common man. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was kind of like was, oh. near the end, right before he left, he got a little better. Yeah. Just finally getting his rhythm, and then they got rid of him. Yeah. Um, I think that's when they brought in. Is that when they brought Tina Fey? Then? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. So next up, um, let's just do a quick roundtable. Uh, starting, I'll start with Catherine this time. Favorite reoccurring character? Oh, jeez. Land Sharks. Land Sharks <laughs> a great one. It's so stupid and so random. It's perfect. And, I got, and I got killed by one. So oh, there okay. You oh, there you go. <laughs> Nerd! This is Rob Malone, right? Who is it? Plumber. <laughs> plumber? I didn't ask for a plumber. Who is it? Telegram. <laughs> oh, telegram, just a moment. <laughs> the Continental. Oh, I love the, the Continental. The Continental. I mean, I don't know if you can really say it's a recurring character because he, you know, it was, you know, a host who was doing the character. But, but the character came on more than once, right, exactly. so we'll count. right, right. So, All right. Yeah, I love the Continental. Mike. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I love Sprockets. That was a great skit. You know, Sprockets. Dita, Dita, you know. Pet my oh, monkey. It was the yeah. It was no, just touch the my monkey. Touch my monkey. Now I feel like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you had the sped up version of Kraftwerk playing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Before we begin, would you like to touch my monkey? I will touch him. Touch him. Love him. Leave up my abs, Rinky. There, I did it. Now, was that so hard? Sit. How do you answer the rumors that you are a silly bitch? I embrace them. Right. Let us get on to this year's Insane Academy Awards. Helmet, would you like to explain how we selected this year's nominees? No. Uh, Mike? Um, I'm probably going to go with Celebrity Jeopardy. Let's just go with Foreign Flicks for 800. <laughs> Ursula Andrish. What? Ursula Andrish, Catherine Deneuve, and Charo Twice. That's Foreign Flicks, Mr. Connery. Foreign flicks. <laughs> Mr. Reeves, why don't you pick? I shall take balloons for 800, if you please. That's not a category. My mistake. I shall choose balloons for 600. Oh, God. Well, that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it got a skit, not a character. Yeah, but, but it's you know what? The recurring character was Sean he, I mean, made, he made. He made. never that saw skit. him do him in anything else. He made that. It, it got. It got a little bit rep- repetitious towards the end when the last, because they just kept repeating the same jokes that they did. Yeah. But I mean, all throughout, I mean, it was just there was always at least a couple of good laugh moments. Yeah. 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 More in the beginning. All right. What about you, Andy? My favorite, Stefan. Stefan's a great character. Stefan is a great character because. When he came, when Billy Hader came back a few weeks ago, it still, it still was fresh. Yep. Because all, what the, the, the secret is is that he's fed the lines through the cue cards, mm-hmm. so he he has an expectation that stuff's gonna come up, 
but he doesn't know exactly what's gonna come <laughs> up. <laughs> if you're looking for a berserk night out in the, in the new New York, I know just the place for you. New New York's hottest club is Whimsy. Condemned by Glad and the EPA from Ghostbusters. <laughs> this old, wet Band-Aid found in a, in a jacuzzi is the kind of place that makes you feel weird the next time you see your parents. <laughs> this place has everything. Kufa hats, congas, MTV's Dan Cortez. <laughs> and that TV channel at the hotel that's like, about the hotel. <laughs> The vibe inside is strange yet familiar, like when you see billboards for Seinfeld reruns in a Puerto Rican neighborhood. Yo soy Costanza, weeknights at 6630. So like the names, like some of the names of the clubs, like, you know, they know that's coming up because he's going to practice the, right. the sound effect for it. But then the whole thing about Dan Cortez, is like Dan Cortez showed up in all three clubs. <laughs> And it was so great because I don't know, like, weekend update recurring characters are usually terrible. Drunk Uncle is like Drunk Uncle. Yeah. I always fast forward through. Uh, was it Kath and Kim, the no. Fred Armisen and Kristen Wiig characters with the sweaters that would? We're supposed to Opera Man songs, huh? Opera Man. Oh. oh, 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 oh what, what about no. Ro Roseanne? Roseanne and Diana. That was a good no, one. She was, Dan was good. Yeah. Yeah, she was yeah. a good one. And it had that roast beef and has a rainbow on it. <laughs> she would get off topic. Or Emily Latillo was also yeah. good. She used to get one word wrong and do the whole thing wrong. Um, and Father Guido Salducci. Oh, Salducci was, yeah. was great, yeah. too. All right. Back to Catherine. Least favorite reoccurring character. Oh, man. There's um, a lot of them. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, God, some of them are so painful. Chris Farley. Uh, which, which one? one? Just as Chris, Far Chris, just Chris, Farley, Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. What the Chris Farley show? Just that, Chris that, Farley. That's fair. He he. Anything he when he did, would hold what? his pants up and get upset about something, and I, then he'd fall over. I have to admit though, his interview of, of Paul McCartney was yeah. that, that was painfully. He interviewed the Chris Farley show. He interviewed people was actually pretty funny because it was painfully awkward. You know? But I, I'm his, I'm with you on his that. His Chippendale thing next with with uh, Patrick Swayze. I was one of the. The clips I was watching, they're like, we don't know what's more painful, Chris Farley or Patrick Swayze's mullet. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was that was that was straight up dirty dancing mullet. Bad. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was. But, but I remember the. I never found Chris Farley funny. So pretty much anything he did. Fatty fall down, go boom humor. I can understand it. And shouting, lots of shouting. No, there was yep. no modulation. Yeah, what was it? His his uh, motivational speaker character, Matt Foley. Matt Foley. That got annoying really <laughs> fast. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now, let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. Yeah, like... The first you, one was funny, then it yeah. just got... But if you're, yeah. if you're always hitting the same note constantly, there's yeah. no there's chance... No, there's no surprise. There's no... Yeah. Yeah. So he was just always yelling that. Yeah. Joe. Pat. Yeah, I hated yeah. Pat with a... Oh, my God. Yeah. They made a fucking movie out of Pat. Oh, it was yeah. so That's annoying. Pat. It was... Oh. Yeah. Julia Sweeney's stand-up... Uh, one one woman shows are great, mm -hmm. but Pat no. Oh, Pat. No. Saying, but, but, she was funny. She was a funny character, and Pat was like what brought her down. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. 
But it was really funny because she's going in for surgery um, to get, you know, radiation treatment for her ovarian cancer. And the, the technician was trying not to look, trying not to look, and he's like, I like the one where Pat did, you know. Yeah. She's like, well, yeah. I guess we know what gender Pat is now. I'm not ovarian cancer. <laughs> Mike. I hate it, goat boy. Yeah. yeah. Goat boy was annoying. I mean, it's well, a Jim Brewer. Brewer. Jim Brewer is annoying to begin well, no, with. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to do my stoner humor the whole time. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, like, every time, it was like, making that stupid goat sound every yeah. five seconds. It just got to the point where it, just, it would just kill the, it's like, it would just, you just lose the skit. All the effort you put on, you, you do to put on the makeup and you suck at the, the oh, right. And yeah. the sad thing was, we did the Joe Pesci show, that was funny. Yeah, Ooh. the Joe Pesci show. You know what the problem was? I like the Joe Pesci show. It wasn't show. him that made this show funny. It was when they brought um, Alec Baldwin in to do Robert De Niro. Yeah, because that was hilarious. And then of course they actually brought in De Niro and Pesci. Yeah, doing the action, doing the back and forth. That's what made it really funny. Mike. Um. So, oh, I had one in here. Um. What, what was that one with uh, with Will Ferrell and? Oh, the Spartan cheerleaders? Yeah. I oh, that. I couldn't stand that one. Those had a very limited shelf life. Oh, and they, yeah. and they went pe- way past and I, it. I'm amazed they didn't make a movie out of them. You know, I said, it's oh. one of the things where... The they sk- started learning after Pat and whatever Molly well, Carpenter... Like said, no, it was the, uh, yeah, the Molly Shannon movie. The Molly Shannon oh, movie. Oh, uh, what's her name? And the latest man. Mary, Mary Catherine. Mary Catherine yeah. Gallagher. Oh, another yeah. character. You know what? See, a lot of those recurring characters that year were horrible. No, yeah. you know what? Yeah, Mary Diane, Diane loves Mary Catherine Gallagher. I never liked the character. So you're not you're not allowed to say anything about her <laughs> all right um for me it is the major the largesse of Kristen wiggs recurring characters really it's hard for me to Which say because is... i love gilly but the target lady penelope yeah. uh the woman who gets excited at every holiday yeah those characters that were dra- dragged out like seemingly every other show Mm. Like, I didn't miss her when she left. Let's just put it that way. Even Gilly got in a little annoying after yeah. a while too. It's like, okay, she's gonna say, okay, okay. Well, the thing is, is that our cat, we our cat's name is Livy, and we refer to her as Livy. So every time, like, there was pee on the on the couch, like Livy, Livy, <laughs> did you pee on the carpet, Livy, Livy? <laughs> All right. Um, and finally. Favorite short films and videos, and I'll go with commercials and like just kind of like like boxed in sketches as well. All right, I, I know pretty much anything by Lonely Island. The majority of their songs were brilliant. Yes, every single so one of funny. them. But tw- I mean, the first time I saw, well, the first one I saw was Lo- um, I'm on a boat. Lazy, no, Lazy Sunday. Oh, I, my my first one was I'm on, I'm okay. on a boat. Okay. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody, look at me, cause I'm sailing. In fact, it was great when Scarlett wasn't old enough to understand what she was listening to. Oh, no. That was on our vacation mix forever. Oh, no. There were two songs from the Lonely Island that were on that mix. It was I'm on a boat and I just had sex. <laughs> So Scarlett's kind of in the back facing, you know, the rear right. side because that's how, you know, babies used to be. 
And it's just like, we just like, I just had sex and it feels so good. <laughs> Woman, let me put my penis inside of her. Oh, you know, the no. male is going to be sad at that. All of a sudden, like years down the road, she starts singing that song. I know, I learned that song. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy. And Father Year goes too. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I took my son to the, the uh, liquor store today to buy the beer we are drinking now. So good man right up. here. Right, yeah. right here. Well, my, my mom. <laughs> Train them early. My mom was like, had to wonder about her music choices when I'm singing along with, uh, you know, fire on the radio with the doors. Oh God! <laughs> and, <laughs> she was um, like, oh God. Need I bring up Natalie's uh, rap? Natalie's rap. The Natalie rap is awesome. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is? I didn't think it was that funny when I first saw it. Then I heard the unedited version of it, and when it's Andy Samberg just singing that. My dick is scared of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah! <laughs> Mike. Oh, the ambiguously gay duo. Oh, God. <laughs> Stephen Colbert and Stephen Carell. Did you ever see the live version of that? They no. Did? Yes. yes. No, yeah, I, I did. did. I did. See that I did. I, it was John Hamm, and I don't remember who the other guy was. Oh. Uh, John Hamm, by the way, and we, we don't really have an area here for MVP hosts. John Hamm was gold every single time he, he hosted he, that show. John Hamm, Christopher Walken, uh, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, John Goodman, Steve Martin, Steve Oh, you, yeah, yeah, Steve Martin, Kevin Spacey. No, oh, yeah. Kevin oh. Spacey had hands down one of the funniest episodes ever with the Star Wars uh, auditions. Christopher Walken on solo screen test. Okay, Chris, whenever you're ready. I'm captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewy here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. <laughs> fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon. It's the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. She's fast enough for you, old man. That sucked. I'm sorry. I need a minute. Damn it. You know, I had it. I'm on I solo. Kevin Spacey used to work on the Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Did he? Yeah, he, he played he, he played some behind the scenes pranks. Oh god. Like, you know, hanging dirty pictures in the closet. <laughs> but the funny thing is like I didn't really know at the time when I first saw that skit it was like Colbert and Carell. Yeah. When I was a kid, because yeah. you really know those characters. Yeah. Now now you look back and you listen to him like, oh my god, that's that. That's totally And you know, like, you know, like, what is it? We're looking at nothing. I understand that. Just just the scenes. You know, the TV Funhouse stuff was great. I mean, yeah. Like, the fun with audio was always hysterical. Yeah. They used to have that one scene, they just do some... Uh, they had a great characters. one, it was during the uh, 2004 election, yep. when um, it was, McCain was stumping for Bush, <laughs> and they, they had voice actors to start the whole thing out, well, you know, I'm glad to see that all the, all the smearing that I did in 2000 didn't affect you at all, go out there and just do a good job, John, thank you. And, you know, they're talking about all this stuff, and they're showing McCain in his trailer, and he's, like, going through the the, the opening scene of Apocalypse Now yeah. with Martin Sheen. Like, he's stripped down to his underwear, he's punching a mirror. <laughs> what about the ex-presidents? That was pretty funny. That was another funny scene, too. <laughs> Bringing the secret weapon, all of a sudden it's Nixon. I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> my, Joe! My favorite is uh, the uh, 60 Minutes expose of the uh, novelty toy industry with Martin Short. Oh, it was one of those Christopher Guest uh, films. Oh yeah, oh, where yeah. he had where, where Martin Short was playing the lawyer with yeah, the Nathan, cigarette, the Nathan, ash, which is like the Nathan, entire length of the Nathan, cigarette. Nathan Thorne. Yep. What, what do you mean I'm nervous? I'm not nervous. You're no, nervous. I didn't. No, I, did, I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have I I have here an affidavit. Will you read it? Well, I will read it. Of a woman who suffered severe 
injuries from one of your whoopee cushions. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, the brilliant Martin Short and Christopher Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, those two are great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the, the Dan Aykroyd ads. How many times has this happened to you? You have a bass. You're trying to find an exciting new way to prepare it for dinner. You could scale the bass, remove the bass's tail, head and bones, and serve the fish as you would any other fish dinner. But why bother now that you can use Robco's amazing new kitchen tool, the Super Bassomatic 76? Yes, fish eaters, the days of troublesome scaling, cutting, and gutting are over. Because Super Bassomatic 76 is the tool that lets you use the whole bass with no fish waste without scaling, cutting, or gutting. Here's how it works. Catch a bass, remove the hook, and drop the bass, that's the whole bass into the Super Bassomatic 76. Now adjust the control dial so that that bass is blended just the way you like it. Oh, you know, all yeah. The, the, the Bassomatic, the, uh, the four-blade razor, or was it even only three blades back then? Where yeah. They thought it was ridiculous that you would go to three blades. Yeah, now we have six. And one of the <laughs> blades would, would, would gently yank on the hair, and the other would dig into your skin. <laughs> yeah, it would gently yank, and then it would yank it more, and then it would cut it, and... Now we're up to, yeah, five, now they, now they roll. I have, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, the, the, the one at Target. Yeah. I have to say, honorable mention has to go to Super Colon Blow. Oh, my was, God. That was a running joke through my entire high school career with yep. Super Colon Blow. And, and Dan Aykroyd's turned his uh, commercial genius to new adventures. Oh, Jesus. Like what? Crystal Head Vodka. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's co-founder co co of Crystal Head Vodka. You know, if John Belushi was still alive, I think he'd be shilling little chocolate donuts at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I think uh, he'd be dead by this point as well. Yeah. yeah. I, by the way, uh, oh yeah, true. How about like was Jane Hooks' obsession? <laughs> oh, that, those were those were great those ads. Were funny. <laughs> Actually, there was one that they had in the very first season, uh, the very first season of the eighty the eighty six eighty seven season. Where it was like they, these people, they kept showing the genes, and they kept talking about what they wanted to go yep. do. It's like, let's go listen to music. <laughs> Thermodynamics. <laughs> um, I, I got to go with two. Um, that's kind of a cheat. But one is just because, like, the, the whole quoting thing. Yeah. There was a mutual fund ad they had in the mid-'90s where their, um, their founder would, like, we'll take the names of the people who give us the money. <laughs> And we'll write them in. We'll write them in this li on this list, and we'll write down the amounts. We must keep the list in a special place. If we lose the list, it would be bad. Now, if anyone realizes, if my wife realizes that that I'm I'm screwing my secretary, and my wife found out, that would be bad. Almost as bad as losing the list. <laughs> but the, my favorite film, though, and this this is from that that eighty four eighty five season. It's Martin Short. And uh, Harry Shearer, yeah, the synchronized swimming, the synchronized swim, the male synchronized swimming. And what was the song they used? Oh, it was um, uh, Far From Over. <laughs> oh, that was one point I was gonna try to find that and put that on hey, Facebook. Hey, you, I know you, I know you, and that character was like the the uh, just for uh, Co for Cokie St. Clair. Yeah, from uh, Waiting for Guffman. Oh, oh my! God. The funny thing is, I remember the, uh, the the one skill like to stand there doing like you know like, getting ready to synchronize. And of course, Martin Short does the Martin Short dance. Yeah, <laughs> he just like that goes. They walk in and see all the swimmies on. Oh wait, I, I've actually got one more. Yep. Uh, Will um, yeah, Will Ferrell shaming your dog. Oh my God. <laughs> Will Ferrell is in a class of his own with those ads. <laughs> there was that one, The Red Ships of Spain, which is an obscure one that he did with Alec Baldwin, mm -hmm. where it was Robert Goulet and Robert Goulet's brothers through this musical called The Red Ships of Spain. 
And it's just, it's an ego trip. The whole thing is an ego trip where they're all wearing their sunglasses. They've all got the mustaches. And they bring in Robert Goulet's daughter to be the love interest. Yep. And the entire ad is nothing but the the, the critics' quotes of uh, how, like, did it never occur to him that it might be creepy that he's using his daughter as a love interest? <laughs> At one point, I fell asleep during the thing and walked up on stage. I thought I was part of the show. The best part about it is when someone hucked a battery at the other performers. <laughs> The other point is, remember Peyton Manning doing the whole uh, charity thing? Oh, my oh, God. And yeah. he said he says he's calling plays because of no idea. He's hucking the ball at the kids that get knocked out. I was dying. Hey, I, I said I won't kill a snitch. But... <laughs> All right, we got to move on. So the next thing. Oh, um... no, Mr. Bill. <laughs> I remember hearing about those before I saw them. So imagine yeah. my letdown. I'm like, it's not animated. <laughs> Here comes Mr. Bill's dog. <laughs> All right, so next up, I, I gave everybody a little assignment here. I want everyone to come up with their dream cast and their nightmare cast. Uh, we'll start with the dream cast because, let's not be honest, we always, should always hit on a high note. We should yeah. always end on a high note. So, um, Mike. You. Me, huh? Yeah, what's your dream cast? All right, got to go with, uh, how many people can I go with? Uh, you got ten. Ten, okay. Uh, John Belushi. Yep. Um, Dana Carvey. Okay. Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she had some great moments. You know what? The day. funny thing is, too, I was shocked to find out she was an original member yeah, of the yeah. cast before. I was oh, like, yeah. all I knew of her oh, was yeah. Kate Nally. Kate Nally, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And, what? And, um, she's not funny sun. on that show, and she's hilarious on this. Third Rock from the Sun, too. This is before Third Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's true so far. So yeah. we got uh, Jane Hook, another girl. <laughs> um, I think all the women from the 87, like Victoria Jackson. Too. Yeah. Go, those are my women. She was great in UHF. <laughs> yes, she was. Yes, she was. Uh, Eddie Murphy. She will fight you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Apparently. We'll say Will Forte and Bill Hader. All right. I, I like more. Bill. I like Will Forte a lot, but I got to tell you, he did the worst Bush impression. He did. I agree. Uh, Bill Murray. Yep. I'll go with that. And I need one more. Hold on. Uh, you guys didn't write this down? My huh? God, what am I doing with my free time? Let's see. You didn't write it down. I did. All right. Well, thank you for following the instructions, Joe. <laughs> Man, so let's say Martin Short. Martin Short. Okay, that's a, that's a good list. Joe. All right, my list is Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Jane Curtin. All right. Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Phil Hartman. All right. Jan Hooks. Tina Fey. <clears throat> Tim Meadows. Will Ferrell. Martin Show. And Olivia Cleghorn. Really, Ellen Cleghorn. Ellen Cleghorn. Yeah. Really? Cleghorn, yeah. No. I wow. Thought was, I thought she was funny. She was really funny. I wish they gave her more to do. Yeah, she yeah. Was, she was. She had some. She moments. was. She was like Nora Dunn. She was very underused, and you only used her for like specific. Yep. AKA, Basically, aka the black, black, black girl. girl. Yeah. Yes. Well, she had yeah. that NBC page thing where she's like, "What makes you think I won't cut you?" Yeah. <laughs> Catherine. Uh, I got a new job. Okay, so, so we're, just, we're, are I we just, exempting you from this? Um, I will. I will chime in. No, that. I thought Jane Curtin was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Steve Martin. Steve Martin was never a cast member. He was recurring. He was Believe it. No, no. He no, was actually, no. up until last recurring. year, I think he was the longest um, tenured host. He had hosted more than anybody else, and Alec Baldwin oh, okay. just beat him for that. Remember that one episode where, Didn't like, they keep Tom going Hanks, back and forth? Like, got into, like, the club. They had, like, a the Five Timers Club. The Five Timers Club. Back when <laughs> Five Timers was, like, a big deal. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Gilda Radner was hilarious. Oh, I love Gilda Radner. And, and hilarious on the Muppet Show too. So Steve Martin was Steve Martin did several of his characters on on uh, the Muppet Show. Ah. They were awesome. 
I'm sensing a theme here. You got the wild um, and crazy guys. I know. Yeah, when we do the Muppet Show episode, I will own. Oh, we, we did that already. <laughs> Let's do the Muppets episode. Go! All the Muppets ever. Okay, but yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. All right, no, that's cool. That's cool. All right, for mine, I think I'm sticking with the theme here of Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carvey, too. No. And Phil Hartman. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Maya Rudolph could play anybody. She could. And the beauty she was, is because it, it, was, it had a lot to do with her complexion, but she could play both black and white and get away with it. Yeah. Um, she was in Big Hero 6. Huh? She was? Yeah, she yeah. played She played uh, the on cast. Ah. She is hilarious. I yes. love her Beyonce. I love her Whitney Houston. Yes. I love her Diana Ross. She does Diva very well. Yes. Bill Murray, because Bill Murray. fucking Bill Murray. John Lovitz. John Lovitz yeah, is an yeah. unsung hero yeah. when it comes to what he, he brought to the table on that show. Acting! On Herschel, on Shlomo. Like a Harry, baby. Don't despair, kids! I brought you some socks! Because <laughs> he sing up in blue. That was yeah. great. I remember there was like one episode where these, these kids are like in the, in like the deep south. But Paul, it's Christmas Eve. Go to sleep. Can I drink this Coke? No, that's your breakfast for tomorrow. <laughs> the best was when we play, used to do massive tests. He's playing Santa in like yep. the mall. Kid sits in his lap. He goes, Nine? Yeah. <laughs> Acting. Ho, ho, ho. John Lovitz is hilarious. Yes. Come, let's go. The children are waiting. Well, couldn't they come in here? The acoustics are superb. What's the matter, Thespian? Having a sudden fit of stage fright? Don't be silly. I'm capable of playing any role, even with half a finger. Oh, how did that happen? It didn't. Acting. Oh. Is it real? Oh, yes. Pull it. <laughs> how did you do that? Acting. Brilliant. Let's go. Amy Poehler. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you remember like what was the one character she had the uh, the one legged uh, model? Oh, that, I only got one leg. One legged like, 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 hypoglycemic model. Yeah, exactly. She was on like um, Brett Michaels' uh, Rock of Love or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I farted. Uh, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> John Belushi, of course. Yeah. You, you just you, going back. It's just like it's he's manic for a reason. And he was so good at it. And he also, mm. like, he unlike, work, unlike Chris he, Farley, he had levels. He yeah, could, he, did, he definitely had levels. He could work through those speedballs. And Andy, cocaine's yeah. a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, he could work through those speedballs. Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Because yeah. he used, he had them on yeah. pretty much every time. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Hader. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. Every, anyone who's watched that last episode, that episode where he hosted... He was so welcome there. Oh, Somebody did a shake weight DVD. That was great. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, was... Hell of a workout. The big arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, with Bill Hader, I always go back to uh, I drink your milkshake. Oh yeah. <laughs> they only did that once. I, know. I was amazed at the restraint they had because he was really good yeah. at that. Yeah. Oh, he was a spot on impersonation for Dennis. Oh, Dennis Stefan who created that character, right? John Mulaney. Yeah. Oh, uh, Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Will Ferrell. You know, yeah, think what you yeah. will about Will oh, Ferrell's yeah. movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He is. Will Ferrell is such a gem on that yes, show. Yes, yes. Um, you're a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> and Tina Fey. Yeah, yeah I mean, Tina Fey. Yeah. Just, I, 
don't think I've ever not loved. Well, she's Tina just Fey. such a good com- com- comedic writer. That right. Yeah. Know. Yeah, and you know it's funny too because you know a lot of my admiration for her does stream back into Thirty Rock, which yeah. is still I think the most Me? brilliant show. You passed up Melanie Hutzel. Huh? You passed up Melanie Hutzel. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, oh, wait till you, wait till you hear my, uh, my my worst off list. She's on there, isn't she? No, she's not, actually, but there's somebody else from that season who is. Uh-oh. Yeah, the Mean Girls movie, Tina Fey did that. That That's was awesome. True. I, you know what? The funny thing is, too, they had the thing on EW this week, um, like the cast reunion for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that everybody in that in that entire movie is doing well, except Shit. for uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Mm-hmm. All three of the Mean Girls doing really good right yeah. now. They all look good. They all look healthy. And, and Lindsay Lohan, Lohan looks older than Tina Fey. Yeah. Mike! All right. Well, I'll get my list. Get the list here. Um, I'm gonna go with you know John Belushi. Of course. Uh, Dana Carvey. Yep. 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 I'll go with you know Will Ferrell, obviously. Gilbert Gottfried. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Hammond. Oh Daryl yeah. Hammond. Yes. Yeah. You cannot get a better impersonator than he Daryl was Hammond. the and I, I, I no disrespect to Hartman. He was the best Clinton. Yes. yes. Right, right after the impeachment trial yeah. was over, and he like my fellow Americans. Ah. Uh, I am bulletproof. I am bulletproof. <laughs> Next time you best bring kryptonite. <laughs> yes, right. that was that, that was, was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Like Will Hartman was amazing, but, yeah. but that, that was well, Phil, he had the sleaze factor. He right. had Phil Hart. Phil Hartman owned the early Clinton when you know when he went to the McDonald's. Yeah, he, yeah. He owned every caricature hey, of those fries. Exactly. <laughs> it was, but it was Daryl Hammond who owned this creepy right. sleazy kind yeah. of yeah. Ew. Oh like, come on, Hillary. <laughs> yep. Then Phil, you know, Phil Hartman, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, Norm Macdonald. I'm gonna go with him for uh, my weekend updates. I do, I do love Chevy Chase more, but I think Will Norm Macdonald was good around. All right. Better all around. Or, um, Eddie Murphy, because he was just brilliant. He was brilliant. Yeah, I, you know what? And I wish he would be that funny again. Yeah. So much, I would pay so money to see him go back out and do stand-up comedy. I would, no. too. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, if it's, he would you know, guys, back, it's would, never going to happen. If he would do stand-up comedy, Which he means would not find, well because Angie just said it was. Yeah, happen. well, <laughs> that, that was my, my subtle plan. If he went back to stand-up Wait. comedy, I think he'd find his footing again. Absolutely. Oh, if he went back to doing R-rated movies again, maybe? <laughs> No, not even R-rated movies, but he needs Stand to get... Stand up comedy he, and get, get out in front of an audience. Yeah, and right. Works. He needs to get back to his roots and be a... a I'm band. alive again! Uh, Amy Poehler. Of course. Yeah. Um, the couple that should be divorced. I'm going to also go with Maya Rudolph, because she's... I just love her a lot on that one. Um, David Spade... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, I was going to hit you with a spade if you If he just does his Hollywood Minute skit, that's all you need him for. You know, I'll put in Kenan Thompson. Oh, God. I love Kenan Thompson. Yeah, you know what the funny thing is? One of his best characters is one of the stupidest things ever. It's like, on paper, it doesn't work at all. But the what what up with that? No, yeah, yeah. I thought the funniest thing when he did, uh, he was doing, what's his name, um... From Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Yeah. And every time he's pulling money out of his every pocket, he's like, you know, my movies don't get any awards, but I'm making all this money. Oh, look at that! I got more money coming out of my pocket. And then you know, my movies, I get this other movie doesn't get any. Oh wait, what was I? Oh, I got more money coming out of my pocket. He just kept pulling money out every five seconds. All right, <laughs> while we're on the current cast, real quick, what is everybody's thoughts on Jay Farrow? Because I think Jay Farrow is criminally underused. 
Besides, most of the women the on that show, like, right, I can't say because I haven't watched the current. I haven't watched right. yeah. Like, like Kate McKinnon. I think Kate McKinnon is also another one that is criminally misused. I haven't really watched that in the last season, so I can't comment. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. DVR it. That's the mm-hmm. beauty of having a DVR. <laughs> All right, Mike, you want to start us with your worst list? Oh, go back to me later. Go back to you later? Yeah. Okay. All right, Joe? All right, my <laughs> worst like list is... Um, yeah, Joe already did his homework. I didn't. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, yeah. God, yep. yep. Ryan Doyle Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria Jackson. Mm. Jimmy Fallon. Rob <laughs> Schneider. Oh, yeah. Joan Cusack. Paul Schaefer. Randy Quaid. Jay Moore. And Horatio Sands. Ooh. Yeah. He's great as a... He was like he was like one of those guys that was 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 working for them and would show up on the stage every once in a well, while. Well, you remember the most time, he, most things you probably ever did was probably we did like Nick the Lounge. Well, like, always, he was always his yeah. piano player back. Like Jimmy right. Fallon, his shtick got old wicked fast. Oh my oh, god! Oh, yeah. This the, the, this whole constant like hey look at me I'm laughing at, at myself. myself. <laughs> and that's the thing, and you know I'm gonna bring it up too with um with could you have Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands on your yeah. list? Uh, you realize those two those two assholes almost destroyed one of the most popular uh, sketches that show had ever produced. The cowbell, the cowbell sketch yeah. was yeah. almost completely ruined because those two assholes couldn't be professional enough to keep it together. Right, exactly, that, that's the point. I mean, every it, once in a while, it's it's okay to, but to break. But every yeah. every time those two guys were in a sketch together, they would break. The only time it w- breaking like that would work was Carol Burnett. Yeah. yeah, and that's it. Okay, now John Stewart and Stephen Colbert when they break are pretty funny. But they, but you but know, they don't, they but don't you, break but it themselves. Break, but they don't do it often. But they, you expect them to. You, you kind of know. And they acknowledge. Uh, yep. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy Fallon when he's on Weekend Update sucked. Uh, he just, like, yeah. Not... No, I I have no idea why anyone thinks Jimmy Fallon is funny. I have yet to see. He's a person. I have teachers at work with that think everything he's he does person, is genius. He's a person who thinks he's. Who, who, Don't get me started. He thinks he's a legend in his own mind. Yeah. He thinks he's funnier than he actually is. Can I just say one thing? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Um, I put on my pants one leg at a time. What I do? So, I make gold, gold records. records. <laughs> when you're done, we're gonna be wearing gold plated diapers. I mean, never question Bruce Dickinson. Cock of the walk, baby. <laughs> All right, so gotta have more cowbell. That was my that was my ten. Catherine, you got anybody? Um, or, you want to feed into our hate? Yeah, I'm just gonna feed into your hate of Jimmy Fallon yeah. and um Horatio Sands. You don't I, really I, piss I, I me off about I him. Actually, I can't actually diss people I didn't they, see. Let <laughs> the hate flow out of you. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't find Will Ferrell that funny unless somebody else wrote his stuff. There are certain things, like, like the arguing the arguing family wasn't that funny. The Spartans. Oh, the Spartans, oh, yeah. The, the, oh, the, 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 the what's his name? Sarah Michelle Gellar? His, his yeah. There was w- nothing funny about that skit. His George W. Bush... Was hilarious. I think. It was. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His, his, his Bob Goulet was actually. His Bob Goulet was. His W is amazing. His Robert Goulet yeah. was. He was awesome in the Lego Movie and stuff like that. Fantastically perfect. His mm-hmm. his Johnny Cash Storytellers yeah. is legendary. It was a reoccurring character that sucked. Yeah. 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 Like the the Roxbury guys was horrible. But again, oh. again, also Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, too. Was, I'm sorry. That yeah. was Chris Kattan's sketch, not Will. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Kattan is one of those guys that just wasn't that funny. No. No. You know he could do funny things, but all right. And you want to you want to put them all together. And this is excluding poor Tracy Morgan because I think Tracy Morgan is a comic genius. That it's Christmas time song. That the last time Jimmy Fallon hosted, he got them all back together to do yeah. the exact same thing because 
the last two times Jimmy Fallon was hosted the show, all oh. they did was his old characters. When that stupid thing, they go like this. That one. The first time was kind of funny, but after that. That was like the worst characters all in one place. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my worst list, Joe Piscopo. As we've already yeah. mentioned, if he didn't have Eddie Murphy yeah, there to useless. bring the funny, he was absolutely useless. Denny Dillon. Hey. <laughs> Don't be dissing Denny Dillon. Name one character that Denny Dillon uh, created on that show. That's memorable. It was on Dream On. With Brian Ben. Ben, ben yep. Gilbert Gottfried. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. you got to blame him for not being, you know, for finding that he wasn't that engaging until it became annoying. Yeah, even then. <laughs> Gary Kroger. Ooh, yeah, Again, name a character. Part of my list is very close right. to yours. Yeah, Gilbert You're like got, reading my Gilbert list Godfrey here. Gilbert Godfrey got fired by Aflac. I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gilbert Godfrey was only funny when he was an animated parrot. Yes. Yeah. He was great in Chicago. He was that, good for a while as a Oh, dog. but even still, the, the, the denizens that came to Disney World that hated him and they burned the place to the ground. No, he just caught fire. Okay. <laughs> Jim Brewer. Yep. Oh, Here's my Jim Brewer impersonation. Yeah. 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 It's a pretty um, good list of my list. Yeah, close. this is... Jim Brewer is just serially unfunny. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Oh, For many of the reasons we've already brought up. I'm sure I could come up with they more. They hate the hate. The hate. Oh my god, I don't get it. I'm so mm-hmm. glad to meet other people that don't think he's funny. Oh my god, yeah, seriously. There's this nothing is like, wrong with well, me! Well, Yay! Well, he did that thing with the, the, the uh, Halloween candy. And everybody thought it was hilarious. All the media, and I'm like, I'm like, that is so mean spirited. Why would you do that to your kid? It's like this comes from the guy who loves Seth MacFarlane, by the wait, way. Jimmy Kimmel. Mean spirited. You crossed the line. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel. That was so funny, though. I'm sorry, that was Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, that was funny. I don't think he's funny either. So there. No, no, neither. He's funny. He's still playing Jimmy Fallon. Kimmel used to be funny. The man show was great. No, yes, I watched the man show. When he was with Adam Carolla, he was hilarious. Yes. Solo. Speaking of unfunny. Yeah, Adam. Adam Carolla is also unfunny without Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. The two, the two only, of them together. Two of them together are gold. But <laughs> they're, like the, they're like the Wonder Twins of comedy. <laughs> oh my God! Nice. <laughs> All right. That's the only, that's the only reference I could come up with. Horatio Sands. Yeah. yeah. Um, I saw one sketch where he was advertising free mustache rides. He was, he was and he was breaking up throughout the entire live sketch. Now the issue is, I I wouldn't have an issue with this if this was the first time he ever saw. Mustache rides. I'm going to advertise mustache rides. They go through a very stringent rehearsal process and a dress rehearsal before they go on air. And then he loses his shit. His biggest sin is that he's Fallon's enabler. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Pamela Stevenson. That's Paul. Yep, that's pulling that's that's pulling that's, that's a deep dive there. My, there I yep. Am. Deep tracks. Uh, Jim Belushi. Ooh, that's a Jim Belushi. Mm, any, yeah. any, any cast member that was related to the original cast member. Yep. Like I said, he's not. He's not. Is awful, Peter Aykroyd on your list too. Great. He was Peter, terrible. He was I was terrible. Say, Peter Aykroyd, Brian Murray, and Jim Belushi. Those are your next Ghostbusters, by the way. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Oh, I was gonna puke. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, Jim. Was Bel- oh, that thing on The Simpsons? I never realized Jim Belushi made so many movies. Yeah, he's filming one right now. Toga. 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 Two thousand. And then uh, finally, Beth Cahill. You were asking about Melanie Hudson earlier. Yep. The other blonde woman from that season. Ah, yes. Name a character she did. She was always a supporting blonde in like the Delta 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 at uh, yep. thing. Oh. Annoying sketch. I never watched it. I just had to endure it in drama class because try being in college when that was popular. Uh. Uh. 
No, I was in I was in drama class. Actually, the next question was just probably gonna be Kristen. Wiig. Are you gonna be okay? You having flashbacks? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Yes, it was. A, I, I I understand. We all went to the same high school. I understand the uh, the trauma. You know, we don't. Yes. Actually, we, the three of us did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we don't need to set off triggers you, here. You okay? two motherfuckers don't know what you missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I just I just you guys you guys weren't in my drama class with BJ going Delta 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 gonna help you help you help you Delta Delta smack. <laughs> he he went on to up with people. Oh my god. Oh really. Wow. Mike? Um, I'm just looking over the cast from the 1985-1986 Oh, okay. And that's pretty much you're just going to pick all of them. <laughs> uh, Terry all of them. Sweeney. That's on my list. Terry Sweeney. Randy Quaid. Yeah, Artie, Artie J. Artie J was hor- horrific. Yeah. I, you know what the funny thing? I always thought he was gay. <laughs> if you look at him in that in that time period, I mean, look at him in Weird Science. Look at him in um, on SNL. Look at him in uh, less than zero. True. Yeah. True. I mean, it, it takes a big man to have to suck James uh, James Spader's cock for uh, cocaine, Ultron. but yeah. Ultron. <laughs> oh yeah, they're being reunited now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's gonna get fucking dark. How how odd. Rd uh, is actually making exactly. <laughs> Here's my cocaine bot. <laughs> I shall call him. I shall call him Blowbot. <laughs> But yeah, I mean Anthony Michael Hall. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in um I wasn't a big fan of Sherry O'Terry. She was a yeah. She was gonna no, no, miss for no, no you know who who really annoyed me from that cast Rachel Gratch. Yeah mm. yeah. I mean some of the Debbie Downer stuff was okay, and I I, I guess actually no skits too. Yeah. 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 I mean what I feel bad about with Rachel Dratch was that. She got kind of forced out of Thirty Rock, yeah. and then her replacement was just way better than her. Jane Krakowski is brilliant on oh, the yeah. show. Yeah. Anybody uh, else? I, I'm gonna go with uh, Jimmy Fallon. I just, I he never worked for me. Nope. Never. What? Not once. Not See, once. we are all the same here, Catherine. I have found my people. Yes. <laughs> Don't believe me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I don't understand. Yep. I just don't get it. I don't and understand. I had to, like, I, would, I used to watch Hulu on, like, you know, on my tablet, all this, you know, and it would, I would just let it go, because it would go through my queue, and that was fine, but it was like, okay, you've watched Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert, so clearly you want to watch Jimmy Fallon, and I was like, I'm turning that off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to do this all manually now, you stupid like, computer, you because, like you, this. because you think I want to watch Jimmy Fallon. You don't know me! <laughs> <laughs> I stream on Facebook anytime I read an ad. Yeah. You, know, you don't know me. You know not. You know nothing about me or my life. Mike, your right. turn. I'm going. All right, I'm going with one you guys didn't remember mentioned yet. Tony Rosado. Tony Rosado. What season was he? Eighty one. Is he eighty eighty one? Jesus, Mike. Oh my God. Uh, let's see. How about Charles Rocket? You know, I just he was okay. Just he wasn't. That you know what? Movie. Yeah, it was it's, just um, it just didn't fit. You know, I'm not. You know, I'd say he was a good actor, but didn't fit that. The majority of the guys on that show did not fit those um, first two years. Those Colin Quinn. You know what? I didn't really have a problem I didn't with problem, him. I just didn't. Did get it? Was he was. He didn't, he didn't work. On his he, own show on the on yeah. the right. Comedy Central, but he didn't fit there. He didn't fit. Um, Jimmy Fallon. I thought Jimmy Fallon like everybody else because I can't stand Jimmy Fallon. Um, let's see, who else? I guess I have a few people here. Um, huh? 
Speak up a little bit? Well, yes, thank talk you. Talk louder! Loud. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, Not that Chris. loud, asshole. We have to produce this thing. Okay, okay, Chris. okay Shut Chris. up now. Okay, Chris Farley. <laughs> Um, but uh, no, you Gimble, end up uh, in a van down by the river. I'm gonna throw in Peter Ackroyd. I'm gonna throw in Peter <laughs> Ackroyd. God, hardly did anything. <laughs> uh, Jim Belushi, Jim Brewer. You know, I had him yep. too as well. God. I also Denny Dillon. Yeah, that was a running joke anyway. Um, I, I like Joan Cusack, but not on the show. It just didn't fit. Just didn't really fit for me. Um, Siobhan Fallon. Remember Siobhan Fallon? Siobhan Fallon. Um, oh, no, she, oh, I remember. She red was the red-headed woman yep. who ended up, her greatest fame was like uh, being Vincent D'Onofrio's wife in Men in Black. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, her? What uh, was her big character? She had a character. I don't remember what it was, though. Neither do I. She had like one, yeah, but yeah. Was like, it, was, it was only for like one season. That yep. was it. Melly Hutzel, another one. Chris <laughs> uh, Kattan in Horatio's hands. Yeah. Really Kattan. Oh, man. Oh man, Catan. <laughs> Nobody brought up Schneider. Nobody brought up oh, Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob Schneider. I, no, I brought him up. You did. I did. I must have missed that, and I apologize, sir. Well then. I I can't think of a single a single skit that I thought he was funny in. Who Schneider? Yeah. It's it, tough. It's. Wait, you're gonna say Schneider? Keep thinking one day at a time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, before we, we move on to our next segment, great conversation, by the way. I need you guys to do me a favor, because this has been floating in the annals of my mind since Halloween, the Halloween music season. Um, so the other, a couple weeks ago, we were listening to this kid's uh, Halloween music thing, because apparently my music is too violent for my children to listen to. So we what had this... Bobby Boris Pickett? Oh, yeah. So, um, MC Hammer's Adam's Family Rap was on this thing. It was a cover of it. Which, by the way, is is fucking train wreck, and also is the exact point where you can pinpoint where his career drops significantly off the cliff, like <laughs> Toons has drove it off. Drove it off um, nice segue, by the way. Thank you. He hosted an episode of SNL on the on the ninety one ninety two season. It is fucking dreadful, and I implore you all to go out and watch it. Netflix, Hulu, I don't give a shit. I want you to watch it because, Oh, yeah, let me, a, let me get on the bandwagon for that one. Oh, no, seriously? Wait, which episode is this? This is the MC Hammer episode. Right. It's around uh, Halloween-ish, 91, yep. all right? Um, it is so bad because, first of all, he's still buying his own hype. Yep. Um, and he's terrible in everything. This was around the time that the Wilt Chamberlain book came out about him sleeping with, like, 20,000 women. <laughs> and he can't be bothered to even stay in character for it because they didn't have any other black people that they could use to play Wilt Chamberlain. It was bad. Deion Sanders one wasn't that great either. Oh, Deion... Any athlete, by the way, with the exception of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and uh, Joe Montana. And Joe Montana was only good for one thing, and that was the uh, the whole annoying roommate thing. Yep. Oh, that's okay. I'm just going to go upstairs and masturbate. And then they'd show his thoughts. I'm just going to go upstairs and masturbate. <laughs> the Peyton Manning thing, i got to admit, was funnier than the Tom Brady one. Yep. Yeah. He was Tom, fucking hilarious. Tom Brady's not that funny. He's not a good actor. He's not, not that funny, but the sexual harassment in the workplace <laughs> mo- uh, film that they did was awesome. It was those things where once he kind of got his groove going, he got a little bit better. Yeah. Mm. But then that's when they had, um, what's his name? Keenan Thompson playing, um, oh, God, who was the uh, quarterback for the uh, the Eagles? Don't, At that time, McNabb. McNabb, yeah, they had uh, Keenan Thompson playing Mama McNabb, oh, yeah. who just kept like she kept like shoving Donovan to the side because she wanted um, <laughs> T.O. 
The thing, oh, come on, Tio! <laughs> there's that one scene, though. There's one skip back to Deion Sanders. It was like him, it was like Tim Meadows. I think it was Tim Meadows. I can't remember. And Adam Sandler doing the, doing the rap thing. Yeah. It was like, he was like, come on, come on. Here we go. Here we go. Peace, we out of here. And they just kept changing it up yep. over and over again. Yeah. And of course, Deion Sanders is also the musical guest, too, which is even worse. The, the, thing, the thing about Ew. the thing wow. about Peyton Manning is he seems more comfortable in this skin. Plus, he does so many commercials yep. and so much acting. But, but, that but the thing is that, you know, he gets he does in these commercials where he's being like, you know, the good fairy on your shoulder or whatever. Right. Whereas Tom Brady, his first commercial was for, His first commercial was like, I'm going to, you know, throw the throw the practice and eat a Big Mac. Yeah. You know, or something. And then, no, and, no. Then, and then he just went to, like, print ads where he's like, well, no, Hi, that, well, that underwear. Well, that and commercials and other commercials where he doesn't have to talk. Right, exactly. Yeah, he went, he went to... Because he's not the most ex- exact electric personality. Right. He, no. Yeah, However... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's got... He, he does underwear ads. And you're like, yeah, he's pretty, but he's a jerk. Yeah, that's fine, because his episode, though, brought us one of the funniest commercials that this era has seen. It had nothing to do with him. It was Amy Poehler and Rob Riggle, who was like a uh, featured player. It was Dr. Dr. Porkenheimer's Boner Juice. (laughs) And it was just hilarious, because it was just this constant use of the term Dr. Porkenheimer's Boner Juice. What what was that sketch where um, it was Jesus visiting... um... Oh, what's his? Who, who? Dick Clark? No, no, no. The uh, the quarterback that's no longer a quarterback. He, he was. Oh, Tim Tebow. Tebow? Yes. Oh God, yeah. that was funny. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, and it, it, the who? punchline was uh, I'm a, no, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, who's no, I'm a Tom Brady next? fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, next player in the Patriots. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on because we're running really long. Yeah. We haven't even we we aren't even into cutting this okay, thing it's yet. Forty years worth of. Stuff. I, it's a lot of stuff. Hey, you, you know what? Look on the bright side. At least we're not squeezing things into fifteen minutes like we did five years ago, Mike. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. You'll trim it down. Oh yeah, we'll trim down, please. We don't have a filter. So anyway, <laughs> we we gotta do some segments first of all. Um, like you know what? Let's start with the bad first. Okay. All right. Um, we're gonna bring back one of our favorite segments. Stupid. Stupid. Ah, uh, Mike. What did yeah. you send me today, sir? If it has anything to do with DC. It has nothing to do okay. with DC. This is strictly Marvel. <laughs> yeah, actually. Go ahead. Don't even need to read it. Just tell us. Oh, I'm, oh I just want to bring it up so I can refresh my memory. Okay. Oh yes. This was. Um, this was. Hold on. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta record this for posterity. We are we recording it. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> After Toby Kebbell, maybe you do need to fill he, he, yeah. he announced um, some details about his character, Doctor Doom, in the Fantastic Four movie coming out next year. That doesn't count. It's Fox, not Marvel. <laughs> and um, apparently, he's no longer a the uh, the Lord Emperor of Latveria. He's no longer a uh, you know a mystic mystic studying um, super criminal. Yeah, he's now. The nerd is living in his uh, grandmother's basement. You know what? Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck it up the ass. Andy, Andy. No, no, it's Fox. Fox. It's Fox. It's it doesn't count. Marvel. All right. No, no. Seriously. All right. For Marvel. a bunch of rabid Andy. comic book nerds, okay? I'm sorry. I just have to. I have to get this out right now, Joe. Then you can say your piece. For a bunch of rabid comic book nerds who lose their shit at every fucking deviation, the fact that the least of their issues is the fact that the Human Torch is black. 
Yeah, Fuck this you, movie! <laughs> Joe, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you're shocked by this, considering all the news we've gotten about Fantastic Four for the last six months has been bullshit. And oh, this, this is crap. This, crap. Is, this, you is, know the, what? this I, is the one that tilts you and, over. And the <laughs> other two movies were crap. And the movie that didn't make it out was crap. And you know, here's the other thing, too, though. Is that I guarantee that this movie's going to come out, and then Fox is just going to look at Disney and go, here, take it. <laughs> we're not even going to look back. I'm not going to look back longingly. Just, just fucking take it. We have the X-Men. We're, we're, we're cool with the X-Men. Just, just, just take it. Do they give it to Disney, or do they let Marvel take it back and try to fix it? Yeah. Reboot. You know, you know, it's just going to be like when Sinister <laughs> Six comes out. Oh, go on. They Spider-Man right away. What were we thinking? A movie all about villains? Shit, where the hell are we going? You know what? Hey, I'm waiting for that Aunt May. Aunt May movie is going to be great. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be a whole episode of how she discovers the wheat cakes. Sin- Sinister Sticks is going to be like that gonna... City Heroes expansion pack city of villains. It's like, why the fuck am I playing this? Am I a bad guy or am I a less bad guy? Hey, DC's you know got would... Suicide Squad. You know what I would watch would be <laughs> Aunt May yeah. hooks up with Grandma Mazur from the St- Stephanie Plum books. Oh, God. And they go on a Metamucil raid. What? And destroy everything. And at the end she marries to Otto Octavius. Whatever you're Moving smoking, on. I want. Yes. You know, they, they announced Michael B. Jordan to play Human Torch. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's different, but, you know, I don't mind it. He's a great actor. I have zero they, problem have, with they, that. They announced I the have, rest of the cast. I, was I like, have no problem with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I have no problem with the cast being younger. Yeah. I have a problem with the backstory, a lot of the backstory that they're using. I have a yeah. problem with Billy Elliot playing the thing, in all honesty. <laughs> No, but I mean, they made us the cast. I was like, yeah, a little bit younger than I was expecting, but okay. Again, they can this work. Could work. This could work. Would you prefer Joe Piscopo? I heard he built up. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> no, come on. And then they pull his Now that is a callback. <laughs> and this comes out. And oh, he's a, ster- he's a steroid-fueled Rush Limbaugh now. Right? Oh, so, God. And, and Dr. Doom ended up being like what, the uh, the villain from uh, the World of Warcraft episode of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of that stereotype, I just want to say this because I noticed it and I was like, I should bring that up Boy, on the show. Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor is looking like a brilliant oh, boy now. Exactly. <laughs> that that's looking like Cumberpatch's uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. You know, you, were right, you know what? No, I'll tell you, that would have been a good Lex Luthor. I will say this: yeah. if you saw if you saw the social network, if you saw the so social network, Jesse Eisenberg does creepy really really well. So is an asshole. And and he did he did. Asshole, arrogant asshole, great in um, Now You See Me. So he can work. We can work. love that movie. He can work as Lex Luthor. You gotta look past this character from like Zombieland. If you can't look past that, then you're not gonna. Yeah, if you can't, if you can't, if you can't. That was a good watch, movie. I like that movie too. But if you can't watch him act. Yeah. So getting back to the computer nerd thing real quick, we were at Target today, and I was walking past the Xbox Call of Duty display at Target, and. You know, you know when they put the impulse buys right next to stuff like stuff that has something to do with what you're buying. Right. Literally below this on one, the lower shelf was Cool Ranch Doritos and fucking Mountain Dew. <laughs> code red? No, it wasn't code red. Is <laughs> it extreme? And actually, that reminded me of Doritos. You you had to been working at, at Circuit City. This is we're going back about thing, let's go back. nine years Andy, or so. Andy, the only thing missing was a T-shirt with a hashtag GamerGate. Oh God! <laughs> um, I, I, we're going back on nine years ago. They had a gamer package out for a video game release. It might have been Call of Duty, as far as I fucking know. And oh, it was like, God. and it came with like a sack of Doritos and like three energy drinks with it. Oh, I remember Do you remember that. that? I don't remember that game. I, 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 you I, I, remember that, though, right? Yes. Surge? <laughs> no, it wasn't Surge. No, nerds don't drink Surge. Monster. Old WCW apologists drink Surge. <laughs> so, so, wait, wait, wait. 
But the thing is, though, Doritos and Mountain Dew with Call of Duty, that could e either be, uh, you know, you know, gamer nerds or stoners. You know, one of the two. Well, no, those are gamer nerds. Gamer yeah. nerds. Those are gamer nerds. Those are gamer nerds. stoners do not do the do. No, no, no that's stoners true. Stoners do M&Ms. And drink the bong water. And, the and bong they don't water. drink. They don't eat Cool Ranch Doritos. They go to Taco Bell and get the Cool Ranch Dorito. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, no, they get the that, extreme Doritos you know, with the Z. Not that I have experience about what stoners eat. You know. <laughs> no, not at all. No, None. I've been to Amherst. I totally have experience with what stoners eat. The yes? Taco Bell extension at the Seven Eleven was only open late. <laughs> I went to a military school. Okay. There you go. We, we actually we didn't do those things there. Um, and speaking of which, I don't. This President, Schne President Schneider. This doesn't count as a uh, shill or anything like that. But at the grocery store, you can now buy the um, nacho Dorito esque flavored taco shells. Oh yeah. wow! Yes, congratulations. Um, all right, now moving on. Uh, welcome back, Trailer Park. Yay. We had to bring it back for a very special reason. The Age of Ultron trailer, <laughs> or as we like to call it, Andy's Viagra. <laughs> I'm going to show you something beautiful. Everyone screaming for mercy. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. You're all puppets. Tangled in strings. Strings. She's in my pants. No, it's Andy's. Please just put a cap on that. For God's sakes! <laughs> I think we need to we need to go back to sound effects from Saturday Night Live and go shwing. Oh no, we've got. No, we're gonna put. Oh, I know you're gonna. So make it the yeah, mop for the ceiling right there. Put, but you know. Is this after you ate a grape? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right, now, DC boys, don't tell me you didn't get, like, uh, all wet in the nethers over no, this I, one. I, I get a little tent. tent. Oh, I did. I, I thought get, it was amazing. I get a little tent pull in my pants. Hold on. I don't, yeah. Mahogany. I'm, I'm sorry, but the whole There Are No Strings On Me song being played throughout. Oh. <laughs> no. No. And, and you know how how this is such a good trailer? It got Diane hooked. Wow. Um, Whoa. She, Whoa. I, I mean, nice. she's not, I mean, she likes comic books and she likes comic book movies, yeah. but she's but, not like into it like we are. Yeah. Right. And she is hooked because she, well, lo she, well, loves, she loves the blacklist, right? Well, she loves James Peter. Exactly. And that's the thing. When I saw that, I'm like, Joe's got to be loving this because this oh, is yeah. almost exclusively Spader. Yes. My mother loves James Spader too. So anything he did, and, which is good too, because you don't have to look at him because now he looks like a potato on top of a but You know what? But, but they, but they, the manner, the mannerisms, they gave Ultron all of James Spader's mannerisms. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think Perfect. they just, photo, I think they just like, did the same thing like the Andy Serkis thing where they actually had him do all the... Right, right, right. And right. right. they're just going to film over him. Speaking of which, Andy Serkis is in that trailer. Yes, he is. He is well, going to be Ulysses Claw. Suspected. Oh, oh, oh come on. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Of course got, he's going to be I Ulysses Claw. I just got to play devil's advocate. Right. It is not right. confirmed. And OJ is right. a legend, okay? Come on. <laughs> Let's move on. 
Seriously. Oh, what, a character that is going to require someone to do body doubling for him? Because, you know, until he come out and say it, it's because, not you know, Black Panther right. is alleged it's to be likely. in the movie. It's extremely likely. It's now almost, Thompson, it's almost right? definite, yeah. but it's not confirmed. <laughs> though, right? No, it's actually the dude that played Jackie Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good cast. No, because we're going deep nerd here, and they have to explain how they get the vibranium to repair... Uh, yeah, yeah, Cap yeah. Shield, yeah. So, but no, seriously, they I mean, did that in the color card. Remember, they did that yeah. in the uh, thing. That's when Vision yeah. was going to steal it. So that is going to be very exciting. Oh, you yeah, know, it's gonna not be... going to be Fifty Shades of Gray. You know this, Andy. I understand that. Is gonna that. Be the movie I understand that's gonna be that. For, that's going to be but, top everything. You know that. But um, until, until Star Wars comes. Oh, out. Oh, sorry. I guess you are going to go see that, hey, Catherine. Uh, don't get me started on Fifty Shades of Gray. Okay, fair enough. What? <laughs> Catherine likes to read books. She, of course she doesn't like Fifty Shades of Grey. Witch! She's a witch! <laughs> yeah, I, I like to read. My, my, one of my favorite cartoons ever was um, A Woman's True Fantasy. A woman says no. The man respects her choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, no, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Like it's, I was saying, until Star Wars comes topic. out in December... Ultron is going to own next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, there are no strings on me. Oh. What did <laughs> Ali Kerper brought up something about that, too, about the rights that they had to buy that song. She okay. works for Disney, so I don't know how the fuck they don't already own it, but... Well, it probably has to they be... They just like, keep putting money well, out no, there. You know what? Let it us know when to, to stop. It probably has to be an intercompany transfer or something like right, that. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You know what they probably did was, if I just said to you, let's just say, hey, we're just going to start throwing money. Just let us know when you even, stop. Right, because anytime, even, even though Disney owns Marvel, Marvel is still an independently operated. Right, right. So, right. so it's yeah. So they they do have. But to I'm do sure it thing. was a lot easier to get the right, rights. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you know, I think with the blank, success of the Avengers too. Company, it was, yeah. yeah. They're they knew they were gonna get something out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same with same with my company. Yeah. So anyway, so guys, awesome conversation. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome conversation. Um, by the way, I just wanted to make the official announcement here. Catherine has been brought on as a permanent member of the team. Ah! Clay! There are girls here! Actual girls! Uh, 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 don't panic. Um, there should be some instructions on what to do, uh, somewhere. We have a girl now. Yeah, we actually have a girl now. So, she really uh, classes up the joint. She really classes the shit out of this place, and now we all start wearing pants. Fuck yeah! All right. And drinking and so, more beer. Yeah. Surprisingly, exactly. she has not been offended by our uh, shenanigans. Mike's been doing the entire podcast with his shoes off, so go you. So, <laughs> I was wondering what that smell was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> house, man. Yeah. Um, all right, so next episode, because I re- we might... G and I are getting into the busy season at work. Right. So well, this is going to be fun. We're recording in early November. We're probably not going to have another show out until December for the uh, for our, our massive holiday well, extravaganza. Let's take a break after the holidays. Well, you figure it's three, yeah. three weeks of Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then we are in Black Friday. But by the way, anybody who brings in it has a billing issue on Black Friday is an asshole. I agree. Sorry. Anyway. Get out. Yeah. I'll get out now. Yeah. So anyway, it's called pay you bill. Yes, exactly. So anyway, our next show, uh, we've decided that we're going to do a a point-counterpoint comparison of Christmas seasons of old versus Christmas seasons of new, i.e. pretty much from 1940 to 1969. Christmas season of old with an E. With an old E, yes. And then... Um, the old Christmas season. Christmas season from 1970 on, essentially when we were alive, versus 
what we watch on TV and all that. And we're, it's going to encompass the uh, the gambit here. So it's going to be movies. Basically, we have BG and then AG, before Geek Salad and after yep. Geek Salad. So we're going we're gonna to talk movies. We're going to talk music. We're going to talk television. We're going to talk advertisements, which I am dying to and talk toys. about. Toys. Oh. Toy, well, that's, I mean, everything was made of wood, and it was on wheels back then. Andy, so. will we bring up trees that are small of no account? Yes. Okay. <laughs> of, of course. Aluminum trees? Of course. So, um, so yeah, so if you want to uh, get in on that on that goodness, you can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio, like our Facebook page, um, Geek Salad Podcast, right on Facebook. Yes, Mike? By the way, uh, December 2nd, Riff Tracks. I thought it was Santa December 4th. What's yeah. what, what, oh, it's a Santa Claus, right? December yeah. 4th. Santa Claus. Mexican Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I'm like, in. Fighting against a demon pitch. Yes. I'm in. <laughs> I love those. Not only do I love them because you know you're going to get Christmas shorts, and the Christmas shorts are the best yes. shorts ever. Yes. Um, but I, you, you, we, we've all seen the MST, Sam. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I still remember when they did the other one last year, the, the Martians. And yeah. S-A-N-T-A. C-L-A-U-S. Ready for Santa Claus. Cha-cha-cha. So uh, you can also check out our archives at the iTunes uh, store. You can also check us out on the Stitcher app, um, our website, geeksalad.podbean.com or geek-salad.com. Got it right, finally. Uh, Check out all of our archives there. (coughs) So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful and bye-bye. pose a conundrum to you. A riddle, if you will. I don't want to hear it. What's the difference between you and a mallet with a cold? One's a sick duck. I can't remember how it ends, but your mother's a whore. (laughs) 